Rivers, may I save you? <laughs> We'd arrived in the cellar and didn't really have any time to even discuss how or why, but as Tyrannus climbs up behind the group of you here in his clanking breastplate and looks around. Is this bridge? It must be. Well, we were heading in that direction. Here so? I'm going to make the wild guess based on the distasteful items of food around us that this is exactly where we told you you didn't want to go spend your night. Pig's Ear Tavern. looks around. I mean, you can hear it's not particularly active. It's still fairly early in the morning, but of all of the inns and taverns in Breachville, the Pig's Ear is going to be one of them, the one that attracts the most of the morning and the day drinking kind of crowd. Hmm. As you can hear a lot of conversation out here, some dice, some coins, uh, some bar staff shuffling about. And Tyrannus just looks utterly confused. Are those actually pig's ears in jars? I thought it was a metaphor. Disregarding that, why... Why is there a tunnel from the crypts of Altarian to a slum tavern? A necromancer wanted to get to the crypts. Smuggling? I, I don't understand. I, I, I don't understand at all why you would pick this place of all places to have the exit. Well, I suppose it would let you come and go without alerting the gate guards that you were doing so. That that could be a reason. And I mean, the, if you found distasteful things down here, no one would notice. The only one who could have easy access to this tunnel without raising any other suspicions must be whoever owns this place. Who is the proprietor? Hmm. Who is the proprietor? I never come here. But yeah, this would probably <laughs> be a society to, check because um, I can't imagine. Oh, uh, that's a rock. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Zuri Starflower. Oh, Zuri. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why even you? have notes? <laughs> you? Why even have notes? This has never come up in the session. No meta gave me Buford with the information I gave I you pre-adventure. I prepared because I lived in the town. Thank well, you. maybe you should have prepared for Patreon NPC names a little better. <laughs> than you currently are. Uh, Check that one off the list. Uh, you, uh, buddy, you would be probably the only one of the group. <laughs> Don't give me that one. <laughs> Unsure of yourself. I don't know anybody in this town. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Never been in this town before in my life. Yeah, I did. Uh, I, I realize now that uh, I did give you a rundown of You're all like, of you. I mean, should you should be prepared you, to go in this town because you, you know so, yeah, everyone. You know all these NPCs. You know these people. Just don't assume you know anyone who hasn't been introduced on stream yet's names. So, <laughs> but, but you know them. Like, Buford would have totally has known to... Uh, Zuri runs this place and has for years, which is definitely what I told you during our preparation beforehand, and did not occur just this month with some new Patreon NPC names that are being rolled in. I don't know what you're trying to imply here, Bryn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should read your notes better. <laughs> anyway, you was the only one who would come to the pig's ear. I mean, obviously, the rest of this group doesn't really seem. We have Elf, Elf, <laughs> Priest of Zerner, <Saturday, laughs> Elf. You're probably the only one. 
but you, you would know that she owns and runs the place and has for as long as you can remember. As long as, since you were old drinking age, anyway. It's kind of been a staple. It's been around for some time. Buildings and ownership does not change much, Rachel. Zuri? What was the name? Zuri. Zuri. Hmm. Is she an agreeable person? And uh, Tyrannus is, is would... Is anyone agreeable who frequents this place? Tyrannus uh, putting his... Reaching to put his halberd back and it clanks against this old one that he had. But I don't exactly want to burst forth from my storeroom feeling arms, but I've nowhere else to put this. Perhaps it will help. Maybe they'll be too drunk to notice. Well, I don't much imagine it matters how agreeable she is. But certainly she is the one responsible for this. Who else could possibly have access that she would not know of? Well, huh. uh, uh, it's a fair assumption. Do you know her to be a necromancer, Buford? Not that I know of. Then again, I didn't know any necromancers in Breach Hill or... Uh, I suppose Calmont, he rather threw us for a loop with the... Wait, is necromancy all bad magic? I, I'm... Uh, I'm not super sure. Well, not really. I mean, a, no magic. The common magic. consensus is yes. Well, actually, that's not true. It's a little, little change because that was, I would say that would be accurate in first edition. One of the big things that's changed in second edition with schools of magic is that necromancy is not just. Do you have like arcana knowledge at all? I do. You're trained, right? Yeah. yeah. This is like this is a thing you I would know. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. This is a thing you would know, like checklists. Uh, necromancy is not inherently the school of raising zombies and defiling the dead anymore. Uh, because heal. Heal is necromancy. Yeah. So is so, false life. So is false life. Uh, like anything that manipulates life energy at all, which does include defiling corpses, but also includes the prayers of a lawful good or neutral good god healing. It's the same source of energy as uh, Buford's Lay on Hands is necromancy. Hmm. Uh, so Do the common folk have this opinion too? Um, unknown. That's why I, I knew you were trained in Arcana, so... They probably wouldn't even understand Yeah, they difference. probably don't understand the concept of there are seven... Schools, there of, are magic. schools of magic. So, so people don't go and say, there's a necromancer in the woods, and everyone gets out their pitchforks, they go, there's a necromancer in the woods, people go, what? what? I've what? been stabbed! Well, I need to see seven raised necromancer! <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> there's a difference between calling someone a necromancer and calling someone someone's magic necromancy, necromancy school magic. There, yeah, and I would say that like, difference between crystal. being a murderer <laughs> and murdering you know what the, You know what the necromantic school You know of magic, magic is, is divided into schools. You know each school of magic spreads a wide array of different effects. And the necromancy gets a bad reputation sometimes because of what it can be used for. But, like, technically, River's a necromancer. I'm, I'm pretty sure every single spell he's cast almost has been Burning hands and magic weapon. And you've had some, some evocations and abjurations, but it's been largely necromancy. Yep. So it's... It's it an interesting one. But the common person probably would not even be aware there are schools of magic. Okay, perfect. Hmm. They would know a necromancer makes it undead, I would imagine. I mean, they probably know, like, wizards. Evil wizards do yeah, that. Yeah, like, evil wizards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's probably so, it. So, Tyrannus we... is still with one halberd across his back and one halberd in his hand. <laughs> this is just two of them right now. So, I'm of two minds. Do we want to go into the tavern and go back into Breach Hill, or do we want to just go back the way we came? Well, well it's life a... would be return. We... It's a long way back, and we're here now. We, should... we know what we seek. This necromancer came through here. Surely it is a Zuri. We confront her. Discover what this issue is after. Well, it's not like these tracks are all that recent, as as Espy said. They're they're hours old. 
Well, no, in well, the last couple days. No, they're they're like one to three days old. Oh. Yeah, they weren't like super. Re- they're a recent in scale of days, not like oh, they have just okay. left. You're not on somebody's tail here. Okay. Rora, I'm going to use uh, my magic to see if I can detect any ambient energy here. If I find something specific, will you analyze it for me? Sure. Uh, so I'll turn on detect magic to see if there are any wards, indications that anything in this place might be sh- that she might be using necromancy or any magic for that matter. And so with your detect magic, I revealed it more than fill this whole storeroom, but you don't detect anything magical in here. Um, and Buford, you'd be probably at least somewhat confused by these investigations as Zuri and the pigs here beyond that don't really strike you as particularly wealthy kind of tavern. So Would they have been able to have heard that up front? Uh, I mean, possibly. You're encanting a spell in here, but nobody has come to investigate yet. So you can definitely hear, like, the sounds of business outside, like they said they're, they're occupied. And Tyrannus has been clanking an awful lot. Tyrannus is in full armor and whatnot. There's no ambient effects or magic going on here, at any rate. At least they're not storing anything magically illicit here. Only, well... Regularly illicit. Regularly illicit things. Uh, well, uh, perhaps we could go ahead and see if the proprietor is here and we can inquire about the nature of this tunnel. Well, I do wonder, uh, I mean, as long as it doesn't take too long, we do have a couple, uh, you know, prisoners still in. Yes, and, it would uh, probably we'll be good. What go are back. we going to do with them? I don't know. Just Why give don't them the we give them to the bailiff? Well, are they. At this point, you, the door to the storeroom would swing open. Uh, a moment, please. Uh, a fairly large man with a mug and a rag in his hand, uh, just kind of holding the thing and pushes it open, looks up and sees the whole group of you <laughs> in this, the cupboard, in the pantry, basically, of the pigs there. And he kind of glances up at you for a moment, looks back down uh, to grab his mug. Uh, Get out of here, you drunks. The back room's not for the pub. Definitely not drunk. Looks past you. The hell is this? So uh, you're not used to people coming and going out of this room. Get out of the pantry. Look, I don't know who the lot of you are, but you sure as hell don't work for us. We're trying to hold a meeting here, and you're interrupting. And this place ain't open to the public. Out! Get, you varmints! Whose trap door is this? We're investigating something, and it's rather important. Did you know that this trap door is a secret <laughs> smuggling route outside of town? We are investigating. We are heroes in the employ of the town of Breach Hill, after all. He just puts up his hands. What? The door is bad. If it... There ain't nothing through the door that we need. So if... It just opens to a tunnel. I don't know. That's Zuri, but you get. Get out of here. You're in the way. Uh... Well, fine, if you're going to be like that. We How could, rude. We could go in and... We, we'll go and question this Zuri. After all, it, would, it wouldn't do well to have the town guard involved. No, it wouldn't. For you, I imagine, given the situation, what with this trespass. Hmm, fascinating. He actually says I know nothing about it. Uh, very well, where is Zuri this time of day? And he just turns and, like, points back into the room. Excellent! She's oh, here. <laughs> Enjoy your cupboard. Um, Resme will, uh head held high, just simply walk up to her and uh, hold her hand out. Are you Miss Zuri, the proprietress? So uh, as you come out here into the open room of the pig's ear, it's, it's largely just a massive chamber built around a single bar with some tables scattered throughout the floor. 
Uh, it does have a couple of sections. Like, it's not particularly small. It's got a couple of sections off to either side just to hold, you know, more drunks when it gets closer to drinking time. But given it's like 11 in the morning right now, the amount of people in here is both impressive and depressing simultaneously. Hmm. Uh, Zuri, <laughs> Zuri, meanwhile, is over tending the bar herself for the moment, directing uh, another much smaller, scrawnier man behind uh, to what it seems to be a wide assortment of menial tasks. She looks like she's more than capable of handling herself. Uh, she is a short, kind of stout, ginger-haired woman with a fairly plain green dress on. And as you, you come around and walk up to her while she's doing things, I have this for us here. Hmm. He turns to look up at you. What? Uh, we are here on behalf of the town council, um, investigating uh, matters of some importance, and we want to know whether or not you're aware that there's a trap door. The man turns and says, "Can I? Can I go? Uh, I got all the, the tables cleaned up. Uh, I told you, my wife. Uh, she, she had business with, with Crank in town, and I ain't got nothing to do with the the kids this afternoon. And Zuri just turns and like waves her hand. Just go. Fine. Whatever. Get out." What? What, you want a drink or no, Les? We'll each take one. What Thank you, you. What do you have? I'll put some silver on. <laughs> and uh, she turns and grabs a few mugs and pulls them out and just looks around and calls up, Dolphin! What's taking so damn long? And uh, <laughs> just calls out uh, from the storage room as you're all slowly filtering out of here. Or well, you've come out by the time she got her attention. Well, those lot! And the way! Sorry, miss! Do you have any port? On a cold day like this, a glass of port would be most welcome. We got ale. You thirsty or no? Oh, okay. I guess We got I'll... ale and nothing. Lunch gonna be around for about an hour. All right. Um, I suppose a drink would be nice uh, while we talk. Water, if you have some at hand. There's water outside, kid. Kid. And uh, as she gets hmm. these mugs up, yells out again, Dolphin! Hurry up! I got business! The whole tavern itself is, well, surprisingly loud for the not a ton of people that have been here in the morning, and nearly every single table is set with an assortment of the people you generally don't want to sit near when you show up at a tavern around drinking time. Almost every table's got dice, cards, or both, and uh, stacks of coins going around, as well as occasional packages or pouches of other things being passed around exchanging hands. It's... Not a fantastic place, I'd imagine, for most of you other than, again, Buford, who doesn't seem to mind. Probably wouldn't show up here unarmed and armored. No, probably <laughs> not. And neither do most of the customers, actually, as there are just clearly visible uh, swords or knives near everybody's hips. Mm -hmm. So, about that trap door in your cellar. What are you doing back in the storehouse, miss? Well, we were at Citadel Altarian uh, investigating, and we found a passage there, and uh, we followed it, and it led to underneath your establishment. Look, I, when I got this building from my, uh, from my dad, when I was a kid and picked it up and started running myself, trapdoor's been there. Don't know much what it leads to, doesn't matter to me. Not big enough to store nothing in it. Why? Oh, no reason. Has anyone come out of the storeroom today, aside from us and your other employees? Or the day before. 
Look, I don't hire a guard to keep tabs on the storeroom. Huh. So, uh... I'm more or less asking if it's used by someone who doesn't work for you. Surely uh, you'd recognize someone who wasn't in your employ. Tyrannus, who was standing here in pretty heavy armor with a halberd in his hand and another halberd on his back, looking somehow more out of place than the several elves and the lost small child, um, just rubs his brow with his free hand, the gauntlet of his free hand. Look, Miss Zuri, Starflower, whatever. If there's anything you know about this trap door, this is an official Hell Knight investigation of Zordo's mail. It would behoove you to be forthcoming. And she just looks at him. Just looks at him. What the hell are you supposed to be? He just said what he is. He's a and you can knight. see Terranus' face start turning a little bit red. <laughs> At the moment, an investigator of the Hell Knight Order of the Nail answer my questions. <laughs> he just looks up and down. Some kind of costume or... What are all you... What, what is this? What's going on? Why has my storeroom mattered a lot of you? Because you your pickles? We got pickles. We got pigs here. Dogs love them. Your storeroom is a weak link in Breach Hill's defenses leading to the outside. There's a great deal of vermin and trouble on the other end of this tunnel, and we are wondering if there's anything coming through here. It looks like there may have been evidence of some sort of fugitive Look, or Elf rogue Look, Elfboy, there's all kinds of vermin and trouble in the town. That's nothing new. There'll be some more vermin and trouble in here if you don't give us straight answers. <laughs> Perhaps just, the undead she, on the other laughs, side of so the she's tunnel. Gonna, she's uh, sliding uh, these, these mugs across, filling them up from a just a, a huge keg sat propped up on a table in the back. The mugs not particularly clean. Thank you, miss. I'm not even the touching them. With a bit of a stain under the uh, on the wood underneath it where the ale is just left to drip mm-hmm. when the tap is closed. She <laughs> slides the drink across to you, amused. Are you threatening me, elf boy? So I'm going to hop up on a bar stool at this point. <laughs> I'm just going to take the ale and be like... <laughs> getting up at face level with everybody else. I'm going to put my symbol of Saren Ray in front of me, and I'm going to ask, do you know what this symbol is? Do you know what I do? That's one of the symbols from one of the churches, the Great Dream House. Is that Carindils? I can't keep them straight. This Ain't is, Kalians. This is Saren Ray, the god of truth the sun, and healing. And there are undead on the other side of that tunnel. Look, little boy, if you're thirsty, why don't you go fetch your water and let the adults here talk? Buford, what are you doing with this group? What's, what is this? What happened to your damn hat? Ma'am, the hat's a sad story. Please don't bring it up. I just need more ale. But these are good folk. Don't worry about them. They're just wondering about that tunnel here. Anybody, anybody being come or going? And she just shrugs and puts her hands up. These guys can do an awful lot of help so here. Maybe need... a perception check. Uh, any or all of you, really. I like it. I like it. Uh, 27. 22. 18. 27? I know 25. a lot about this one. 25. Okay, yeah, you're the one who knows her, so I guess that makes sense. And uh, so she. Pretty clearly is just brushing this off. Uh, you get the sense that it's not even necessarily that she 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 might not know, but she's not interested in this conversation at all. She doesn't care. She's just trying to get you all to move on with your day right now. 
Uh, she is. That's not the way to do it. Zero percent engaged <laughs> in this in this conversation. Oh. Um. Perhaps there might be something we can do to engage your interest. We need your help, and mm, it is polite Look, to Lass, offer- Look, you can buy a drink. There ain't much going on here other than that right now, unless you want some pig's ears. Pig's ears? Those are actually things you eat? Did you not see them in the storeroom? Did, you, did she not see them in the storeroom? Like, I we, thought they were it's decorations. Not a, it's not just a name, Lass. We got pig's ears, or we got pickled onions, cucumbers, potatoes, all kinds of things. Some people like them, some people's dogs like them. Buford's dog liked them. I like them myself, actually. Perhaps you should serve things in your bar that people like so that they will eat them. She just... <laughs> you know these elven folks, they've got different cultural beliefs and whatnot. I just want to know, um, you know, help... Help a man out here. We're looking for some information. Maybe we can't we can't make a trade. Look, Buford, I, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what kind of mess is you trying to bring into my tavern here, my fine establishment. You just kind of look around. You are at this point gathering some amount of attention uh, from the various groups scattered throughout the bar, both because you very clearly do not belong. You don't look anything like the normal clientele of the pigs here. Uh, but also because you are all dressed, well, fairly expensively at this moment, which here in the pig's ear is garnering some out of interesting looks. Hmm. And uh, Esvis here with you at this point, looking around all of this, just meeting people's glares with his own, uh, tends to the rest of the group. I don't know what we're going to accomplish here, but this doesn't seem like it's proceeding very quickly. I'm headed home. We've done enough today. Oh, bye, Aspis. Sleep well. Without a further word, he just turns and walks <laughs> out. Walks towards the front door and just um, leaves the She'll thing hold there. her arm up so that Severin can come back to her. And Severin will from hop off. From the nest in his quiver. From the quiver nest that he's building in Aspis <laughs> on his back. And Severin flaps back over <laughs> onto your arm. And, uh... A small Zuri, a small crowd starts to applaud for the bird. Zuri puts a bang. Get that <laughs> damn vermin out of my bar! Severin is not a vermin. She's a, a falcon. And it's an excellent No mouth. pets, no animals, no wildlife. Get that out of here! To be fair, there were no signs in the tunnel. I'm, to surpri- be- I'm surprised this place actually has some standards along those lines. You guys aren't, you know, this whole, like, uh, the, you know, common courtesy, you know, southern charm kind of thing's kind of lost on you guys, but uh, it's best that we're nice, ma'am. She's, uh, yeah, she runs a tight ship around here. Zuri looks to you almost, like, <laughs> exasperated Look, at this qu- point with the group of you. Just puts her hands down the bar. Ellen follows him and just kind of leans forward. Look, buddy. <laughs> what kind of elven nonsense is this? Long, long weird story. But you know, we're really looking. We're we're not doing to look any harm here. We're just looking to see who's passed through here in the past couple days. You know, notice anybody weird and any, anything interesting? There'd be some good stuff in it for you if we uh, make me a. Diplomacy check here. Want to roll me one of those, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'm 
the face. <laughs> at mm, 10. Mm, mm. Well, if uh, well, you're all kind of contributing in this, if the person who has charisma <laughs> wants to go ahead and take the role instead, because it's sort of a group effort. Hey, there you go. Uh, rely on Buford's that's alone. going to be a uh, 26. Holy crap. All right, 26. So that Zeri kind of looks at Buddy, raised an eyebrow, looks across the other two of you. And at this point, she's pretty much like passed off any barkeeping duties to Dolphin. Uh, the man who would come into the uh, storeroom and he's handling stuff. What? Buddy, who even are these people? Where'd you find a bunch of elves? Yeah, the call here is, you know, they, you know. I told you we need a name for our group. Well, yeah, the name, you know. Well, it's from the call here a couple weeks, or a couple days ago. It was, uh, you know, they always get some interesting sorts around there. They're all good folk, though. Just kind of less and hangs ahead of it. I see big heroes now. Is that what it is? You sure and, you I and am. your friends, buddy? Sure I am. The wife put you up to that one. Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Unsurprising. All right, well. Look. Resume takes a sip of the ale without really thinking and immediately <laughs> spits it out behind her. What? What is that? It's ale, Wes. Boy, it ain't up to your elven standards. They got delicate tastes. You know how it goes. And I'll pat Resume on the back and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mother was right. She just laughs. Well, it's a bit bitter, but water, but it might not be. I exactly. don't know what's brought the group of you here. This, and she kind of looks Tyrannus up and down. Gentleman, isn't he dreamy? He's about is something. What are you doing with two Alberts? Are you gonna wheel both of those? And <laughs> gets a little further red here. This. They're not both for fighting. I have this one is mine, and this is one that we had. Look, just answer Buford's questions, please. <laughs> yeah, the quicker we can get out of here real fast, and we get we have what we need to know. Ah, buddy. I don't know why this is such a mix to you, but I need. Look, it seems like we're in a pretty good position to help each other here. Sure are. And she just kind of waves the hand at the tavern as a whole. There's maybe like three, four different groups of people scattered around. Nobody has come in while you've been here, but a couple people have left. Granted, it is still the morning. Not positive what she's expecting, seeing as she's not even offering food at the moment. Pig's ear ain't doing so great. Now, I found myself a pretty alright side source of coin. Precious few gold pieces. Letting some folk have access to whatever that trap door leads to in my storeroom. But I need that money. So unless you got your own solution, if you got a way to fill that particular gap, I can't help you. I'm sorry. You, you mean you want us to help you make this place busier? Bring you more business? Oh, I thought she was asking for a bribe. Yeah, how about I just slap some gold on the table? Oh, but no, no, she has no, income. This she is needs income. I meant that she more needs. 
piss off kind of way, but I mean, at this point, I ain't past turning down help. No, I'll tell you what, this idea is ridiculous, but. Then she again just kind of gestures to the hole that is the pig's ear. We don't attract the best folk here. A lot of my regular sorts kind of scare off any new folk who poke their, uh, poke the heads in the door. Mm. Tell you what, fine. You want to be hired on as a, uh, call it a business advisor, Miss... Resume. Resume? Yes. If you want to be hired on as a business advisor to Pig's Ear Tavern, you can make me back that coin. I suppose I wouldn't need such supplements on my income. You are not going to be sorry. This is going to be so much fun. Again. We're, 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 we're honestly doing this. Makeover! Look, I don't know what's getting into your head, but I feel like you need to slow this down about... Three notches at the very least. Well, I already have three ideas. Yeah, you know, as elven folk, you gotta, you gotta just roll with the punches. So is her and Tyrannus both look equally exasperated at this point? As they're both just <laughs> hands on their brows, near face palm status. But Zuri sits up. All right, all right. You know what? Gods be damned, I'll let you have your shot. You know. Will you help? I always help. I mean, I, I, I don't exactly know what we're going to be doing, but... Now that I think about it, in all of my travels, I can't think of any bar like this that I've run into that didn't have some illicit side business to Look, make Look, this is not what we are here for. Miss Zuri. Zuri, was it? Beautiful. Uh, yeah, you you know, Tyrannus, we're we're actually doing a pretty good job over here. I I think that maybe if you just like maybe it's time for you to take a little break, maybe a little vacation, maybe go to the other inn you were staying at, have a nap. This is ridiculous. They are my ancestors, and the crypt being defiled by whatever it is this woman is allowing to happen in her very own establishment. We are not simply going to rebuild her tavern for her. Well, why not? Tyrannous. One good turn deserves another. She is a criminal! <clears throat> and, uh, I she feel. just... <laughs> Shrugs. I, I don't see any criminal activity going around here, and that's pretty strong accusations there, Tyrannus, I for mean... a man of the law. That and he seems gestures pretty back at a table behind him. <laughs> that is at least three ounces of flay leaves! That is... That ain't illegal around here. That's just And the guy at the upon. table just shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> when you... And, uh... Zuri looks down, it doesn't look like nothing to me. Yeah. What are you doing nosing other people's business anyway? And Tyrannus just, are you serious? Is this hive of scum and villainy? We are going to help them. Now, 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 Tyrannus. Now, there ain't no good in just throwing out words all over the place. Why don't we go for a walk outside for a bit? And Dalaran's getting a bit excited, too. Maybe, maybe <laughs> she can <laughs> say up in his excitement. <laughs> Tyrannus, perhaps you and I and can get He's getting some a little worked guards. up here. Zuri kind of elbows Dolphrin. And Dolphrin's a pretty big dude with zero hair on the top of his head and a pretty large mustache uh, just kind of angled down into a, a, a just a chunky, unkempt gray beard on his face. He's got a pretty big amount of scars down one of his shoulders. His shirt doesn't cover any more past that. And he, uh, she, she nudges him. He just kind of crosses his arm and 
walks over around to the edge of the bar and just looks at Tyrannus. Is he seriously trying to intimidate the fully armed and, and Tyrannus, armored soldier? Tyrannus, this is exactly Tyrannus' response. <laughs> he just points at his helmet and points at the other <laughs> helmet. like, are you serious? Now, Tyrannus, now, now. perhaps it would be best if you and I go get a couple town guards, some manacles, and we head back up to the fort and we get our captives and bring them down here before they freeze to death. Let them deal with this. We'll go take care of the prisoners. And we don't have to... Bro, you... You of all people, the son priest, you are okay with this. I'm not okay with it, but I don't have any other choice at the moment if we want to know who's working on that tunnel. Besides, when you think about it, we're doing a good deed. I mean, look at the roots of poverty. If you think about it, as a whole town, we now, can Rasme, actually be I don't be mean blamed. to cut you off the way you so often cut me off, but I think <laughs> that it's not terribly helpful in this current moment to go along the line of inquiry. Although, if you were looking to go and retrieve our simian captives, might I suggest you use this convenient tunnel, as it would save you a lot of walking in the cold. Indeed, no sense monkeying around if you don't have to. But we're going to have to get a couple of guards for escorting them. I don't think the guards want to come through and the tavern and down hey, through the Hey, now, I don't know what this is all about, but what, you're this not is up bringing the, prisoners this is up through at the, the pigs here. You don't have to worry about it. I don't think either of you are going to have a problem bringing them back. In all honesty, this tunnel is actually rather convenient, uh, assuming that you didn't have a monster-infested crypt on the other end of it. Hmm. I wonder if the town would be interested in renovating that place. All right. At this point, the there. first person comes into the bar that has come in since you've been in here while you've been standing around discussing with Zuri, and he is ridiculously dressed, uh, done up in what looks like a like Halloween costume idea of what nobility should look like if you only had an incredibly small budget and access to Breach Hill specifically. So he'd fit right so in with the group, really. Largely would fit in with the rest of you wouts, I suppose. But you know, almost a bright, like aggressively purple tunic that he has tried to clearly hand make his own large puffed shoulders hmm. on each side, striped with not silver, but it looks like light gray at least. Um, and, and he comes in with a loot strung across his back and a flute and a, an actual shirt pocket hmm. on the front of his tunic and comes in and waves a hand. Ah, fantastic morning! And sees the group of you. Oh! Buddy! Pleasant morning to you. Who, uh... We have an elven commission in town. Fantastic! I know several of, several elven songs, as a matter of fact. And, uh... Actually, we're here as uh, advisors. We're going to try to bring more business to this establishment. And speaking of which, you're just the man I want to see. Oh, fantastic. And yours is the coin I'd be so happy to see, milady. Reginald. She'll give him her <laughs> hand. <laughs> and, and she'll actually slip him a silver in a way that no one would notice but him. Make me a... What is thievery? it? It's thievery, thievery now, right? It's not sleight of hand anymore. It's thievery in psychic. Maybe a thievery check. Swords throw any twenty on the ground because I figure that's things? about how uh, how uh, resume is. On. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Okay. All right. Not bad. Not bad. You managed to <laughs> slip him a silver piece in a way that I imagine uh, most of the party would all notice. You're level three. No one's less. I wasn't looking. Uh, but anyone, <laughs> anyone was looking at all would would see. But fortunately, shielded from the eyes of a lot of the 
Hatreds. <laughs> the, the, riff, the general riffraff. The general riffraff don't notice the coins are just being handed out here to people who walk in the door. Mm-hmm. And uh, he looks down at it and looks up at you and nods and tucks it into his coin purse on the side of his belt and uh, continues trying to get his, his loot off of this big strap across his, his back with some difficulty. He's not particularly dexterous. Uh, hold on with the music for a minute. Um... You and Tyrannus go get the prisoners. That's an excellent plan. We can't very well have them starving to death. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you two stay with me. I'm going to need your help. I wouldn't leave you alone in this place if you paid me. It's not I can that take bad. care of myself. This cannot seriously be something we are considering. You and Look I are considering face. something completely different. Fine. Ver, let us deal with the beast men. Let's go let the guards know we're going to be bringing them, get ourselves some manacles, and do it safely without them dying, hopefully. And he just, uh, one hand, one thumb still looped around his halberd, puts his hands up. Very well. After you, son priest. Hop down off that bar stool and start walking out. <laughs> just clank and Tyrannus <laughs> just follows after you, clanking his way out of the... Uh, It'll be interesting to see whether uh, Resme gets results first or whether Rur does. <laughs> Are they gone? Excellent. All right. Now, step number one. I understand that a place like this, well, any bar worth its soul, really, is going to attract some element of gambling. I think we can take that as red. Yeah. However, you do have that secret passage, and you have a rather considerable space down there. Had you considered moving the gambling and other less savory aspects of your business to a place where no one can see them and yet they're still making you money. You want me to hide people up in a back room in a closet? While yeah, they're it's gambling. Rather small. You'd have to expand it significantly, almost to a full a full basement size in order to get your current clientele out of the main room. A back room exactly might work also. I exactly got the coin to hire any of the stonemasons in town. But I think we could redo your back room in a way that might make it work. Or partition this section if you were looking to try to create a more illicit Buddy, feel. see this uh, enthusiastic all the time. Yep. I've actually never seen her be quite so engaged in a project before. So, well, we haven't done a whole lot of projects of this sort before. That's, that's good point, actually. step number one. Step number two, do you have any girls that come in and clean? Uh, she looks over at a dolphin. This big hulking dude, and uh, these are the one guy who'd left earlier. Like, uh, not in the morning, Steph. No, I got a uh, one last Una shows up the evening sometimes to run bar with me if it gets particularly busy. Why? Because people want to eat and drink in a place where they don't feel like they're going to catch a disease. So we're going to need to clean this place up a little. If you want to attract higher level clientele, the place has to at least be basically clean. What's wrong with what we got? And so we looked out at the bar, there's just covered in stains with like knife marks all up and down the front of it. Everything imaginable carved into its surface. The air behind it with a keg is actively just dripping on the floor right now. You can see from here over the bar, the mold that is growing out in like an expanding <laughs> circle around where this ale is just dripping. 
and in several eaves of the building, you can pretty sure you can see damp spots from God's knows what's even up there. The building's only one story. Zuri, may I call you Zuri? I, I don't know what else you'd call me. If you want to attract the type of people you who have money, who will spend money here, you have to make the place a place they want to be. Do I look like I want to be here right now? Very much so. I'd argue possibly too much at the moment. Well, if I didn't have an ulterior motive, do you think I would specifically seek this place out for food or drink? Has anyone who looks like her done so? Are you interested in pickled ears? No. Maybe not. I don't... Look, miss, I don't know. Like, what? All three of the elves and Bree Chills show up at the same time trying to turn this place over into something else? Well, we're going to start by giving the place a good cleaning. Do you have any other young ladies in town who might need I ain't some... got coin to spend on this. You're missing the purpose of this exercise here. I got nothing to invest. I will back you. I'm Not sorry, bad. what? <laughs> For, well. with an understanding that I would have a percentage of the business. A percentage of the business. You want to buy into the pigs might You want to buy into my tavern so that I'll help you. Yes. I actually think this place might be a good investment. Look. Are you serious? Of course, I'm always serious. I don't think you are. <laughs> you are wrong. Uh, look, uh, Miss Zuri, perhaps there's a, a communications issue that's going on here. Uh, why don't you, you... You've asked us to help you uh, drum up some business, and I, I suppose the big question becomes, uh, with, are you giving... Uh, is You don't want to spend any money, yet you want to see business improve without making any changes? Is that what your expectation is? Or is well, I was just kind of thinking... I don't know, you put together something to get some new faces in here. Hopefully, maybe some of them stick around. I don't know, like a like a drinking contest. Or... I think a drinking contest would get you more of the same clientele you always... Ar- arm wrestling. No. I think I see why you have the clientele that you do. Uh, mm. uh, perhaps then, uh, we could perhaps put an event together. Uh, like horseshoes. Hmm. So, let me get this straight. We Cornhole! Can- what is that? Is, is that, that a thing? Is that a, is that a drink or is that <laughs> a game? No, what? it's a game. You never played that game? Must not have been in Breach Hill long enough for it to be a thing that I noticed. Um, Buddy, um, where did you find these people? You know, you know, is Call of Heroes is, tracks all sorts. Um, Resme will look around and start <laughs> calculating in her head um, how much she thinks it would take to clean this place up. Um, gets, I guess that depends on your standard of clean. Um, <laughs> get some clean tablecloths on the table. Um, a better drink. Um, no, no. So, so cleaning the place up doesn't seem like it would be terribly difficult. A lot of the problem isn't like things that need to be invested. Like nothing so terrible needs to be replaced. It's just like nobody bothers. Uh, when this is the kind of place you, you come in, you get an ale, she fills your mug, hands it to you, you drink it, you bring it back, she like wipes it with a rag for a second and just puts it back on the shelf. Like it's it's literally just a lack of effort. So you could come in here and do a decent job of cleaning this place up just with basically no investment. Like, it sounds like everything needs a massive bath. 
Including the proprietor. Including the proprietor. <laughs> everything. Um. So if you... But it would be oh, a lot of work if you wanted to do it yourself. So you, you would look at like a couple, like two, three days of, of downtime that you could spend in here. And you could make it a lot more presentable just yourself. Especially because you have access to like prestidigitation and yeah. using cantrips like that to clean it up. You don't have to just do everything backbreaking. Um, Although, admittedly, repeatedly casting prestidigitation in an entire day is kind of exhausting in some way. Um... Also, uh, take a sip of the ale again. Um, what? She'll turn to her. What do you use in the ale? What's its base? Water, apparently, an awful lot of it. And uh, she she just kind of shrugs and just whatever I get in. Well, who who makes it for you? Cap uh, Cap, farmer outside of town, out, outside that's on the outskirts of town. Kind of out by you, buddy. You, you know Cap Cap. Yeah, of course. He's, he supplies a lot of town. He does wheat and barley, and uh, he distills most of this himself. Right. And I think he does for most of the taverns. I know and he does it for Cadence Keg. And, and of course, just as your consultants, you can be honest with us. You don't, by chance, water it down a bit before you serve it, do you? I mean, you get twice as much out of it. Yes, exactly. Imagine this. Keb Keb's Reserve. It's just like the normal ale, but you don't water it down, <laughs> and you charge three times the price. Stops for a second, thank you. Who's going to pay that kind of coin? Your new clientele, especially if we have some sort of event to draw them in. Cleaning would be, of course, a necessary first step. Um, how do you feel about magic? Like... I don't know nothing about magic, Liz. I don't know if you're getting the wrong idea here. Well, if you she wanted... She just kind of looks at herself. Well, if you wanted to draw clientele, then you'd have to have something in here that no one else had. Something interesting. Something that would attract attention. We got pig's ears. That is the wrong type of attention. Well, now, don't don't think about it this way. Pig's ears, you could actually do a lot of things with. Well, I recall when I was journeying up oh, through my... the western... No, don't, don't start. But I really think it's what applicable. What is your source of pig? Do you actually buy whole pigs or just the ears? Well, we, we get the ears and the hooves from the butchers. They got no use for them. We pickle them. Tails sometimes. How do you feel about bacon or back fat? You know, the part Well, of the butchers keep those parts. That's the parts they use. They oh, use. the ears and the hooves are free, are they? Close enough to it. Close enough to it. it all, I, I'm noticing a pattern here emerge. <laughs> have you ever heard the phrase, you have to spend money to make money? She has not heard you that phrase. you ever heard the phrase, you got to have money to spend money? And that is why you need an upfront investment. You really are trying to just, trying to put money into this place. Look, I'm not really understanding what... You gonna do with go? We don't. We don't need more space. We got. We got plenty of room. And it is again. The picture is actually a pretty big tavern. It's probably one of the largest, if not like the biggest, in regional. It's got a lot of space. It's just. And not you're not. Full. And you're not taking advantage of it. If we put a stage in here and you hired out performers or other people to keep your customers entertained. And she just points over to Reginald, who has been told not to play. And it's just kind of a, sitting at a table right now by himself, hands folded in his lap with his loot on the table. Oh, hello! <laughs> Reginald comes in and plays. He makes decent enough coin. He keeps coming back every morning. 
Oh. And uh, he puts his hand up. Yes! Because Stavin certainly has the most people in the morning. I'm guessing you go someplace else at night. Well, of course. Cadence, generally, a wizard's grace. And what do they have that you think people makes people want to go there? I don't know. <laughs> just... <laughs> just around. That's what you're looking for isn't my music, is it? No. Well... You're a professional. You've been in enough of these places. You know what your business is. Um, well, the Wizard's Grace always has uh, one of our mercenaries and travelers are coming through the town. They always end up directed there, and uh, Miss Uskwold is a fair enough entertainer with her magic and all. Uh, but... He just kind of looks at Zuri. No other reason. <laughs> so it sounds as though, you know, travelers get directed there. So if there was something that would cause... Friendly reminder, you immediately told Tyrannus to not go here. I totally <laughs> did. I totally did. But I don't have to tell Zuri that. <laughs> Zuri, I think this is a problem you're all too familiar with. <laughs> Zuri, I think what you have is an image problem. That's a problem. Well, I think what I have is just again gestures at the uh, whole the tavern, uh, general clientele staring off, scaring off new customers, and none of them stop by anymore. Problem. Pre-chill's only so big. Well, let me think. Honestly, I think an event night isn't a bad idea. A bit of cleaning, uh, it's leading up to it. Uh, an actual special event. It would get people's attention. People wouldn't say, oh, I'm going to the Pig's Ear, that place I never go to for no reason. They would have a reason to come. It would get them in the door. And then if the atmosphere is attractive enough and they have a good enough time, they might come back. Uh, it, it could be a way to get uh, a decent amount of coin, and you could run them on a regular basis, maybe. You look like one of them respectable wizard sorts. You could just wave people in off the street. Uh, sadly, um, using mind control magic to get customers in your door is something that very quickly gets you put in the stocks, I found. You can use mind control magic? That'll make this even better. This is easy. We'll have to do nothing. Oh, dear. Perhaps I misunderstood what you were asking. <laughs> I can use magic. I'm not going to use it to manipulate people. Well, then what's the point? Well, we can use it to clean this place up and set up an event for you. Which, in a way, is manipulating people. Because it certainly wouldn't happen without it. But legally. What about... What about bringing people in here who actually have money to spend and also like to gamble, but making it legitimate? So... What's well, not legitimate about this? And just points at the tables. So it's not like any. It's not like we organize any of this. They just come here to do their business. But what if you did? What if you organized an event where people come and they place money and they play cards and it's a contest and at the end of the night the winner takes the pot It'll and you like take a, a tournament cut. of some kind. Exactly. There isn't any kind of law against that, is there? But it's, it's, I know, kind of like Nick. This is fan. This is like. Middle of nowhere town fantasy pathfinder. I am fairly certain they have exactly zero gambling laws. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. Okay. I mean, di different small towns behave differently. Like literally, Gainesville won't let you 
get people to pay you money to park their car on your lawn without wanting a cut of it. So it's just different. I just didn't know. Even the drugs on the table are probably not really monitored. Yeah, they're probably not illegal, actually. Okay. They're oh. probably not super carry. I mean, oh, like, this brilliant. Is, this is, the, the laws of breach ill pretty much are don't kill people, don't rob things, don't break things. Like, it's it's a very simple town up in the Five Kings Mountains with basically no traitor outside world contact. So okay. it's just like, don't... Kill people. Don't kill people. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> it's a very small list of don't it's... set the town hall on fire. It's probably yeah. a law. Like that's. I think. No, specifically it's... during town meetings. They don't care if you set it on fire. Just not during. Just not town during meetings. town meetings. It's it's not a complicated place. They're they're not like. Wrinkly. They don't have a DMV. Like, there's no bureaucracy here. All right. All right. Good. Good. Here specifically. Don't be a dick. I like it. Rachel civil code. I love it. <laughs> exactly. I actually think we have the basics of a plan. So step number one, we're going to need to get this place cleaned out. I'm going to need some time with this place and with you, and they can't be here while we're doing that, so they need to leave. I don't think she's going to kick her clientele out. I think we're going to have to wait and come back when... You... You think they're closed? We can make this more money by not being open for a minute or two. Yes. Well, they're only o- they only uh, open at like like ten o'clock in the morning. Before that, we could totally be in here without. At this them. Point, what is this Moon Day at this point? No, so, it's Toil Day. Toil Day. So she'd kind of shrug. I. I mean, I suppose I could close it down for tomorrow or Oat Day. That. Would don't be get helpful. a ton of business midweek, anyhow. Then let's do that. And then, um... More manual labor. <laughs> I'd gotten out of it for a few years. But... <laughs> this is the kind of high-octane fantasy adventure we come to Pathfinder for. <laughs> We're gonna clean a tavern. <laughs> a really dirty tavern. Um, Third level, by the way. <laughs> also, do you have any non-watered-down ale? We just had that discussion. No, no, no. In the back. She's watered it down, but does she have any in the back? Of course, she the kegs it. in the back ain't been watered down yet. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, let's go in the back and taste some. All right. So you, uh, she takes and just kind of leads you back to the storeroom, and you gotta, you got to tap these kegs. They're not open yet, uh, which is kind of reticent to do, but it wouldn't take you much motivation, because at this point, she's... Curiously invested. <laughs> she likes money. In the st- she likes. She does like money, and uh, she's curiously invested in the strange elven folk who have come to her tavern with the promises of more money. Should she just do what you tell her to do? Um, so you get one up. It's a much smaller keg than the massive barrel she has up in the front. That you're pretty sure she just dumps the keg into, and then several buckets of well water. Um, <laughs> But you tap up this smaller keg, and the ale's fine. It's not spectacular. Uh, I, it, it would be basically identical to what you would get in many of the other taverns in town, what you get in Cadence Keg, uh, what they would have just in, in the smaller regular bars. It, I mean, it's breach ale. Realistically, it's pretty much all supplied by Kepcap. It's just this one dude mm. who farms wheat and barley who supplies almost all of this. It's not a huge town when it doesn't have a huge demand. And again, there's basically no trade, so... That's it. You um, got what you got. <laughs> does anyone here is uh, sell fruit 
um, apples. Is there a supplier for apples or any other kind of fruit around here? Uh, yeah, I would. You got a bunch of farms around Breachill that largely supply the town. Uh, Buford, what do you farm? Out of curiosity, because yours is one of them. Mostly just wheat. Mostly just wheat. I imagine it's mostly wheat and barley farms, uh, and wheat, barley, and corn, and. We've got a tiny farm for just us. It's just like a tiny little not, garden. Yeah, it's, not it's, sub- not like... it's subsistence farming. Yeah, Corn, none of them are. Say. None yeah. of them are huge. Uh, but I would say that there would. Hmm, it's in the mountains. Now I'm not a fruit Scientologist, so I'm not entirely positive what all fruits a- would actually apples, go to real. I, I apples figured... are good at growing in cold apples weather. Apples are good yep. for clothing. Uh, you'd apple probably get berries, blueberries, really do well. Um, uh, probably figs. Figs, yeah, you can. Let's just... say apples and figs. Let's figs. say apples. There, it's canon. Apples so. and figs. Apples Done. And figs. <laughs> All right. So there's there's one orchard uh, that supplies the town with some amount of apples and figs. So one of the things that we can the do is we can. <laughs> we need to have something here that no one else has. Something that will attract customers. Figs ears. I don't know why we kept coming around back to this. No, a drink. Like, this is something with alcohol in it. Like cider. Mold hot cider during the winter. Well, I'm pretty sure they got cider down at the Wizards of Grace. Now, Trainee has some of that. She's got, she buys uh, bushels of ale, and I think she makes it herself on site. But uh, she's a wizard. I ain't got none of that fancy magic. I happen to have some fancy magic. And I also have an old family recipe. And if we could reproduce it, perhaps... What if we just put the pig's ears in the ale? She will Got actually, him. like, straight up stare at her for, like, a full 30 seconds and not say anything. Well, no, wait a minute. You're not in... So, not in ale, but I have heard of using a brined... Well, I've heard of it with a brine. You got plenty fruit. of brine. But mixed with spirits, it's actually a drink that I've actually heard is enjoyed on the West Coast. With pig? Up in Shelly? That's a bit new. I don't think we're going to do it with pig, but I think with fruit we could do it. Well, if you make the spirit strong enough, people won't care. I thought there's a town not terribly far from here got turnips. Yeah. Mm. Called, uh, that was something stone. I don't remember. Uh, far enough away as it uh, is. What about frying them? If you fry frying any- the pig's ears? Yeah, if you fry anything, it becomes delicious. That's if you pickle true. anything, it becomes delicious. That is absolutely 100% not true. And she just, she just kind of turns a little bit away from you out towards the, uh, the inn as a whole. And uh, just calls out, Quick call! We all think of pickles! And you just get uh, some raised mugs and just uh, <laughs> a scattered cheer throughout the those assembled here. And uh, the bard, Reginald, just kind of shrugs. <laughs> uh, Dalren will actually shout out. And, and along the same lines, what do we think of fried pig? Just kind of a little bit of muttering and whatnot. And, uh, Fascinating. One of them, I didn't think I'd ever find a room. And the Reginald kind of stands up, looks back at his loot a couple times on the table, every couple steps, just making sure it's all right. Uh, coming up, it comes up to you. Look, uh, my elven friend. I know we haven't met, but 
It sounds like it tastes quite expensive. Frying pig? It's the same as pickling it. Is it not? Well, the parts of the pig that the butchers keep may very well be outside of the financial means of a lot of people. Right, but if we Good get... Good men of this tavern. But if we get the ears and we fry them instead of pickling them, we're using the same product, we're just cooking it a different way. There's no meat in the ears to be fried, is there? I'm not a butcher. I'll leave you to your things. Oven magic and whatnot. Thank you for this over recently. Oh, make a quick second. Yeah, that is a good point. We're going to have to do some experimenting. It's possible, yes. Oh, I'll have to try to think if I can... Goodness, have I ever tried cooking anything? Maybe kinda, I'll think uh, on it. Zuri's sort of thinking of it and rubs her chin a little. I don't butchers fry the pig skin sometimes. I imagine that'll work, to, so, work the same on the ears, but we ain't got nothing... I got a kitchen, really. You don't. You don't have a. You don't have a stove here. What they kind of food do you serve? Is they everything don't serve pickled? Any food. They only have pickled food and, and tomato. I saw some potatoes. Do you serve them raw? Pickle. You pick. You pick, You literally pickle everything. Of course okay. you do. Of course you do. Um. So, we're going to leave you for the rest of the day and do some reconnoitering, and we will be back uh, this evening to discuss with you our plans. She pickles everything. But tomorrow, I guess, we're just going to decide close. We'll be back uh, tomorrow morning very early before you open. Everything. Uh, well, uh, all right, I suppose. I mean, if you can make this work, more power to you, but this sounds like a whole whole lot of hole blue around nothing to me. I don't figure we got a problem with the model. I just need some new faces. Do you want to save your business? Well, I don't have the necessary requirements saving. Do you want to have more money than you do now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we can make that happen, but you're going to need to trust me. Buddy, you vouch for this lot? Yeah, I don't see anything, any problem with it. I mean, they're here to help, and they're uh, honest folk. Well, then fair enough, Miss... Uh... I forgot. Resme. Resme. I give you my word of honor that I will help you as best I can. Fantastic. And they're fancy folks, so, you know, they got a different perspective on literally everything. Let me take an inventory. This. I'm just going <laughs> to walk into the storeroom again and just start writing things down. Pickled ears. You got pickled cucumbers. You got some onions. You got some radishes. Uh, you have some jars of what appears to be just corn, cobs, and potatoes floating in brine. Which you're not even positive can really like absorb it. Those. Is there those any produce pickled. that hasn't been pickled yet? Well, there is a sack of potatoes and unhusked corn that are just waiting to be pickled. It looks like they've been there for quite some time. Uh, the sack of corn in particular, you probably shouldn't eat. <laughs> which maybe explains why everything's pickled. <laughs> so does, it, does it look like it's starting to grow again? Well, well, the it potatoes looks, have probably started. Pretty, like, some of our potatoes would have little bits of sprouting coming out of them. Like some of the eyes have started to grow out a bit. And the bag of corn, uh, it's definitely some movement in and around that sack. Mm. And several of them are worn down more than they should be. Um, so we'll go outside and uh, start walking um, toward kind of the part of town where we all, well, where I live at any rate. Um... So I'm not sure I've mentioned this before, but uh, my family business is actually uh, an orchard and a distillery. So 
I know quite a bit about making apple, making ciders and wines and spirits. If I have the right ingredients, I'm fairly certain I can come up with something that's both inexpensive and easy to reproduce. I'll trust your expertise on She pickles everything. <laughs> so Dalren's like personally offended. Dalren, we need to find- How do you serve food and not have a kitchen? Or a stove. We need to find we need to find a very cheap stove and make her some sort of very thrown together kitchen. Because without food, this is not going to work. Yes. Uh, I'll see if I can't recall some recipes. I'll check my books. Maybe in my journals I mentioned something somewhere. Something cheap and easy. Uh, I could probably put it together. I've had to cook myself before. Um, you know everyone in town. I sure do. I know every single person in town. Just I'm don't sure assume of it. their names. <laughs> Just so, yeah. If we wanted to get the word out that let's say a week from now, um, we were going to hold uh, a card competition, a contest where there would be uh, a decent prize, and uh, there would be you know food and drink and entertainment. And uh, could you get that word around? That it would be happening, and it would be happening at the pig's ear that is undergoing renovation and is going to be brand new. Well, let's let's not be crazy with brand new. <laughs> let's slow your roll a little bit. Well, I think we could. Uh, I mean, if we start with, uh, you know, I know the the Burton boys. You know, that town councilor we met. You know, they're a an interesting sort sort of fellow. I don't know if I'd go into business with them directly, but they'd be interested. In a gambling tournament, and they would certainly call people around. They got the power they need. A sponsorship. That could work. Hmm. I like that. Hmm. And you you would know that uh, Burton and them, they they run a, uh, like, a masonry. As, and they as built most, knows. they've done most of this town around here. They uh, He's one of the two main stone workers in Breachel. And the other one's newer, and, you know, he's... Encroaching on territory. Around, he's been around for a bit. But he's encroaching on dangerous territory, but I, I I ain't gonna step on his toes. Well, if he's actually interested in encroaching into dangerous territory and is willing to take some risks, he might actually be interested in maybe trying to get his name out there by sponsoring an event. It could get us some it could get us the coin up front that we would need to actually put in this little kitchen for them to be able to do something with. Well, he's a he's a, uh, a dwarven fellow. He's real stout. His um, his name is Craig. Craig, and <laughs> well, I off have... the list. <laughs> uh, I speak Dwarvish. Uh, I've had many. Oh, he speaks. With... He speaks common. He's real nice, Jen. He's just real straight laced, and ain't, ain't taking no lip. Yeah, you would know that. Uh, Craig, he owns Tuskhead Stone Working and runs it largely just with himself and uh, a brother, and they've. They're, they are, in fact, pretty new. They've been around for less than a decade. And his main business is just doing commissions for walkways and tombstones because, I mean, Burton, the, the town head counselor, kind of owns the main stone masonry in town. Odd how he does most of the work. <laughs> but, so, sounds like a slight conflict of interest. A little bit, maybe. Yeah, small town. <laughs> Perhaps we can introduce ourselves. Well, I think if you're looking for getting a lot of business, you may may, may want to go with Burton fellows. 
Yes, but Burton, well, we should definitely ask him because... We don't want to annoy we him. We wouldn't want to offend the our paymaster. And certainly, um, it would be good to give to present him with the opportunity. Uh, I suspect that that's along of the more official routes that I suppose Rur might be looking at. Well, we into. don't have to go to him directly. I mean, he's a counselor. He's got stuff to do. But his sons, you know, they, they get up to a lot of... Uh, business around town, they've got a lot more town, a lot, uh, time and a lot more interest for Maybe extracurricular. Maybe a check, because you've probably never had the need nor the money to hire a, a Burton stonemason No, directly. definitely not. I made my own house. Nobody goes messing around with those guys. Um, okay, so, oh, my society's zero, so that's an eight. With an eight, you, uh, you, know, you just know, yeah, you just know it's a family business. You're not entirely positive it actually runs the day-to-day of the place or yeah. it'll be worth contacting. Um... Perhaps I can ask around. Um, at any rate, I have an official position here, so at least I should be able to get a basic audience. It would be rude to refuse me. I'd like to think we're in reasonable good graces of the town. Yeah, you are me. also official town heroes at this point. You went to the call for heroes. You do what was asked of you. You saved Warble uh, and Chill and the Bumble Brashers. Uh, you, a good portion of people in the Senate Hall. Yeah, and a bunch of people there yeah. Yeah, you, directly. You were arrested, Kalmont. So, I mean, you guys have done good work here, for sure. Uh, why don't we pay him a visit? Fair enough. Uh, I, I suppose uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look into seeing what I can go figure out uh, with uh, pricing out uh, how much a stove is going to be to put in here and get an idea as far as those lines. Maybe I can find some recipes to do with... You know, uh, my meager stores, and he looks at his list. You know, right across the road from this uh, pig's ear is uh, Layman's Lament, and the owner of that, a real nice girl by the name of. Yeah, you can, you're good on that one. Go okay. Ahead. Real nice, uh, nice, uh, Renetta. Names for today. <laughs> so you're good. You're safe for now. <laughs> Renetta is actually, a, she's a real good chef. She cooks down, that's what she does, Layman's Lament. You know, she feeds people who, you know, need food that run in, and maybe you can. Uh, we maybe we could make deal with her because she she can cook she can cook out of nothing that woman she can make make things happen well it's slightly bad we have something slightly better than nothing to work with so maybe a it might not be a bad caterer. idea oh that's a lot of money yes, it is. and not to mention the whole point is to get people interested in staying we don't if we have hmm. a bunch of people from the outside that everyone knows coming to cook they just There's won't no come point. here for food they'll uh, go somewhere I else agree. wherever that person is and we need Monocle a sick i know I've, I've been i've been trying to to it's not want to stay the show must go on i'm um, no actually something happened i hit it and it just popped off and so oh, it's not supposed to detach no it is not in fact oh, no. <laughs> this is a prop <laughs> failure that i am professionally trying to work about a wardrobe malfunction and you called me me out it's on only it. episode seven. We can't be doing those yet. The show must go on. The show must go on. GM Wrong is... campaign. I'm going to fix it in the break, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I just didn't know if you hadn't noticed that it had fallen. I out. have I actually. It was a clippy thingy and just got knocked off. No, the clippy thingy is a... it clips onto my nose. This the, the chain is supposed to go right there. Oh, I have to fix it with a pair of pliers. This has become far more noticeable to the stream than I had actually intended for it to be. But I will fix it during the break. <laughs> I, have, I have confidence I will Thanks. be able to do that. Thanks. You're welcome. Dalrin, uh, coming out of the rough and tumble tavern, has lost his monocle chain. But so otherwise, I someone stole it. <laughs> I think we're going to need some sort of signature dish. I think it can be something very simple, but it has to be something that only her tavern has. Yeah, it's Pig like ears. they're called the pickled ears. <laughs> they're called uh, pig's ears. But we need to make it something that people actually want to eat. 
I, you know, the pickled ears ain't, ain't bad. I mean, you didn't even try any, so I feel like you're stepping off on a foot here trying to help company that you never even gave a chance. And I honestly feel that if you put it in a strong enough, sp with a strong enough spirit, no one's going to care what it tastes like. If you fry it, no one's going to care either. I think we should do all three. Oh, that's good. A pig flight. As many things as you can possibly do with a pig's ear we and still have it be edible, technically. Hmm. I suppose that could actually work. We are going a bit hog wild, but I like it. Oh my goodness. <sighs> Give me your sesame roll. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get that you've lost your reroll privileges. Go to the, the gods smoke it away. Um, so do you want to go do some research? And I will go speak to the town counselor, I suppose. I suppose we should best do that. Very well. So, Rur, you headed off with Tyrannus to, well, what are you What are you after? What is your adventure here? Well, he said he's following me. He's so. following you. He has lost control of the situation <laughs> and is now following a halfling through Breach Hill. We're heading off two Halberts. to Town Hall <laughs> okay. first. And while we're on the way there discussing the in and outs of what we just left behind us and the reason being, because the laws in Breach Hill are so non-existent. Minimal. There's not really much of a point in trying to enforce things based on our own moral compasses that no one else around here is going to care about. Well? I don't like it either, but it's not illegal here. Well, then. Fair. I suppose. Ridiculous, but I do suppose it is not illegal in a place of as I do not have the numbers or possibly even the basic grasp of the Taldane language to create laws. For the time being, let's just do our part outside of the tavern. Let them figure out what they need to do with it and just distance ourselves from the issue. They we have know. other things to figure out in the meantime. All right, through. What are we doing? Well, first, let's go report what's been happening to the council. At least let somebody know. Inform the guards that we'll be bringing by some prisoners that need to be fed and cared for. And hopefully by the time we get back, it'll be the, the majority of our day. So hopefully by the time we get back, they will have come up with some kind of solution that we can work on. So you guys head into the town hall then and obviously given who you are it's quite easy for you to get an audience with anybody that you need to speak to really but as soon as you go into the front and speak with the secretary and one of the pages uh, Miss Gardania one of the head counselors comes by uh, with some papers she's taking to the secretary and, and sees you Rur, mm -hmm. and doesn't recognize Tyrannus uh, but sees you oh Ashbloom I'm Terribly sorry about the whole situation. But rest assured, nobody's holding it against you or your friends. You did what was asked of you. This was our fault entirely. What situation do you refer to specifically? Have you been out of town these last few days? Did you Quite actually literally. return up to Citadel Altarian? Yes. Had uh, Councillor Burton had said you intended to, but I didn't expect you would impressive 
Impressive dedication, Ashbloom. Thank you. But no, what Kalmont is escape. That makes sense. All uh, right. Well, so. I'm doubly sorry then to be the one to have had to tell you. But again, this is this is no fault of yours. It's you did all that was asked of you. This is on us and the town guard. But I guess we had underestimated what he was capable of. I believe we might know where he went. We may have some clues into this. If we can catch him again, we will. This... It's a matter of safety. I'm not going to just let him and, run and free. And she kind of grits her teeth a bit. Ashbloom, we very much appreciate your services given to Breach Hill with the, the call for heroes and did fantastic work bringing him in once, but he's dangerous. We don't even know what he's capable of. By Abadar, none of us here even knew he was capable of magic. We found evidence in the Citadel of Necromancy being performed on some of the entombed bodies. Maybe where he had practiced then. It happened within the last three days. Do not give yourselves into whatever rumors are flying about town. Suffice it to say that we underestimated whatever he could do. Calmont escaped a few days ago and we have no real indication or evidence as to where or why or what he's even after. But first setting the town hall aflame and retreating back to that citadel and now this. I won't pry into what's kept you on this path, but I just hope you tread it safely. Anyway, uh, what brings you to town hall? Well, uh, partially sharing this news between each other, I suppose. We returned and found the underlying problem with the the bumble brashers. Well, let us not stand here in the entryway. Come uh, to my office, and I'll rouse the page and make sure we have this all properly recorded. It may come to be important now with this whole developing common situation. And uh, Miss Cardania takes you back to your office and lets you... And and we'll just recount everything Yeah, that and gets a page and largely just recounts everything that you've found uh, throughout Altarian and going down into the, the basements below and then whatever the necromantic ritual was yep. and the horde of skeletons and the wards and all that. Up to and, uh, needing to borrow some guys to go up and bring our prisoners down. Now, the town has very little in the way of... I don't need guards. Actual guards, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't need necessarily guards to bring them down. I need a place I mean, for them to stay in town. There, there's not none. And yeah. uh, she offers up, uh, given this whole situation, everything that's happening, she doesn't know what's going on. Uh, but at this point, you are both a cleric of Serenray, and you have already enamored yourself to the council uh, with this resounding success of the Call for Heroes. Can I help you, children? <laughs> We being loud? No, it's just funny. Oh. <laughs> I feel like a teacher trying to have class and kids whispering in the corner over here. Hey, he's really tall. You ever notice how tall he is? Just she would uh <laughs> she would be more than happy uh, to allow you to use the the jail and the town hall. Uh, one of its cells to hold whatever it is you're going to bring in. She doesn't understand. These cultists, she has no input on what these beast men, these monkey people are. And uh, she 
she really just doesn't know how to weigh on it. But she realizes at this point that you clearly know much more of the situation than she does. And you have Tyrannus with you, and she definitely knows what a Hell Knight is. Yeah, and that's you, part of the reason he's with me you for have, this. You are Reese of Seren Ray and a Hell Knight of the Order of the Nail coming Something in is wrong. to ask a town counselor <laughs> whose life you have already directly saved from a roaring fire if you have a, they have a place you could store some prisoners. You know what, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can manage that one. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can absolutely bring the monkey men back to a jail cell in town. Yeah, so that'll just be the rest of our day. Just so, Yeah, the rest of the afternoon will be largely walking out the Southern Altarian, heading downstairs to the monkey men that you've just left burritoed in their greasy tent wrappings. And Would we get a couple guys to go with us? You would be able to get a pair of guards to come with you as well to make the, uh, to make the whole effort more straightforward. And these, these two creatures at this point have been there for like almost 24 hours now. Yep. They're, they're very tired, they're very hungry, they're very thirsty, and they're... Even the more combative of the pair is pretty much submissive. Now he is willing to just be shackled and let her let along back into town and with warm clothes now. With with clothes, yeah. He bundle him up so he does not freeze to death in the cloudy sky out and or in midwinter. Mm-hmm. This weird jungle beast who would almost certainly die given the mile, the uh, really much longer than that walk down far back with a blooping bluff into town. Yeah, that really is most of your afternoon. Yep. So, other side of the table. This actually works out really well. I've got this easy divide here on who's doing what. <laughs> Come Planning on, Tyrannus, has been let's taking go. place. Yes. So what Seriously? I hesitate to ask is going on over here. So, um, I'm gonna need to do um, a little bit of uh, recipe tweaking. Um... So I'm going to need to buy some ingredients so that I can figure out what's simple and easy to serve that he can do with what we have that is signature to this tavern. Okay, so you're trying to, you're trying to get a signature cocktail for the pigs here. Okay. And so, a signature meal. So I'm, I'm, I, I get the feeling that's step one of many. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is step two? Um, or is that just, uh, well, yeah, let's just get the whole plan laid out here. What's, what is step dose? Um, so step two is we're going to have to go speak to Barton, but we can't just go there. So I would go and I would ask for uh, an appointment, but I wouldn't just bust in there and say, I want to talk to you now because he's an important person. So we would go and we would ask him for a, a meeting, perhaps uh, the next day or whenever it was convenient for him. Uh, if you are... Looking to go to Burton Bros, which is like the actual, I mean, they have a storefront. You don't have mm-hmm. to talk, contact the head counselor of the town to work with his masonry company. They, they have a, a shop front you can go to okay. and just talk then, to somebody then we'll there. Go. That's perfectly fine. Okay, so step one, ingredients. Step two, Burton Bros masonry. Right. Is there a step three? Uh, step three is going to be a card tournament and trying to, well, actually, step three for Dalren is actually going to be going to the bookstore to see if he can find himself some recipe books that work with the stuff that we have around here, as okay. opposed to having to try to remember if he wandered around and happened to pick some up in his elven travels. Is there a step four? Oh yeah. Step four. Uh, step four is uh, we're going to need to clean that place up. So I'm going to make like a fairy and use some, uh, the magic. Some effort, some downtime, many, many casts of prestidigitation, I'm sure. Um, We're also going to need, I'm guessing there's vermin. Probably. Uh, I, seen. I will use pest form to turn into a cat to hunt them all down. 
technically, you would only need to use so, prestidigitation on, like, tough things to clean. Everything else you could just do normally. Yeah. But why would you do it normally when you can cast prestidigitation? Because eventually your arms fall off. Eventually your arms are going to fall off cleaning normally. Yeah, that's going to take longer. They're, like, equally exhausting, <laughs> I figure. So, okay. So, you <laughs> best form? What exactly does that bestow upon you? Does it give you the cat? Does it make you look like a cat? No, or it does literally it give you the cat-like ability no, to hunt No, it literally rats? turns me into a cat and gives me all of the cat abilities. Tiny it's called It's called a tiny animal battle form. I don't know why they call it a battle form, but... <laughs> this cat's <laughs> AC... use the word battle form. Yep, Wait, this cat's AC cat? is actually higher than Resme's. All right, hold on. Are you a level three cat? Yes. You can one-on-one -on -one a rat where we could barely five-on-three uh, uh, rat. Five-on-three, like, gigantic rats. These are regular sized rats. I okay. also get imprecise oh, scent. I get all of their acrobatics. transform the battle form of a tiny animal. Um, you... It does say battle form. He transformed <laughs> into the battle form of a tiny... What is the battle form of an animal? Dude, I'm going to war with these vermin, and I need my battle form. I, I what is the battle form of a cat? <laughs> I suspect battle form is actually has like some kind of like rule set buried in the core book somewhere. It's got barding, uh, like cat-sized barding on its body. You're just like really muscly. My it's just jacked walking on fists. <laughs> like, what is the battle form of a house cat? My AC actually goes up by one when I'm in cat form. Uh, AC equals 15 plus your level. Yep, that's yep, okay. Battle form. Your speed drops to 10. You get weakness 5 to physical damage because you're tiny. You can smell things. Interesting. Okay. So I literally become a cat. Meow. So... This is interesting. Yeah, your acrobatics modifier just changes to plus 10. Yes, no, I'm literally so you a cat. You are actually a cat. Well, all right, that is fair enough. You become a battle-formed cat, ready to do cat things to stuff. Oh, okay, so cleansing the pig's ear, dealing with the vermin. Is there step five? Well, then we're going to talk to Councilman Burton to see if we can convince him to uh, host a, tor a tournament with us. Doesn't uh, have to be councilman. Called it, we'll call it the Tournament of Heroes. But you could call it Deck This Out. I don't know if we want to brand it as a heroes because they they have the heroes thing is fairly important to them and. Well, that probably would get people's attention though. Yeah, but it'd be branded off. the The councilman would probably want a piece of it. It'd probably get real complicated. I don't know. So the beginning of this sounds like you want to go to. Uh, Quarters and bits mm -hmm. to just get some ingredients and whatnot. You want to head to the Burton Bros Masonry, and you want to head to the Reliant Book Company for um, recipe books. We're right. also going to need to sell a bunch of the stuff that we got up there that's not particularly useful to us, but the money is particularly useful to us. Like, we have a long list of things that we actually need to sell. Fair enough. So how are... I mean, you got three places and three people here. So are um, you, uh, are I guess you splitting I'll... this, or are you nuggeting around? I'm I think we should nugget. Nugget? <laughs> yep. Nugget Works. it up. All right, fair enough. Montage nugget. time. So first, you stop by Quarters and Bits, uh, both because that is Breach Hill's general store, uh, as well as its blacksmith, which is very likely going to be where you're going to sell pretty much everything you're trying to offload. Mm -hmm. uh, in addition to the easiest place, you're going to be able to get bits of seasonings and salt and recipe ingredients that you want. So... As you come in, what are you looking for? 
Um. You're welcome. You're you're welcomed in, pretty immediately, by Crank, the eccentric-ish. Eccentric's a, a not necessarily the right word. He's just very excitable. This man here. He's always immediately identifiable because he. You're not dressed for the job you want, dressed for what you want to be. Mm. He is dressing like he runs a much larger store in a town much larger than Breach Hill. But he <laughs> takes his business very seriously. I like it. And uh, Crank comes around, runs the general side of things. We'll hand you off the clack at the Goblin Blacksmith for any kind of uh, weapons and whatnot you wanted to offload. I imagine you would at least have several. Yeah, we have uh, a bunch of well, stuff. Well, we actually don't have as many because we, we, um, we, we gave a, a fair number of them to Sal. Um... When he when he hey, said Salsorporium did get most of the silvered weapons. Did we only have one silvery flail left? But we do have uh, some other. We have some potions that we can get rid of that we don't really need. Um, we have a bunch of silver and stone figures. We still have a bunch of silver and stone figure figures. We the, have the obsidian set. That that that's what that's based. Basically, it's a warhammer. Yeah. Army. Yeah. <laughs> Warhammer army made out of little obsidian figurines. So yeah, um just raw materials essentially. The web the flail you'll be able to pretty easily pawn off for twenty one gold to clack it. It'll Rockin'. easily make you that deal just because the amount of silver played around that flail and it's fair it's fairly well made, even if it's not particularly <laughs> extravagant or fancy. Uh, easy twenty one gold pieces. And most of the rest of that you could offload to crank uh, in the general store. With the exception of the big array of little obsidian pieces. And when you come around to that in your negotiation series, you're looking down at it. Well, I got to say, I don't think I really got a whole lot of use for these. These are. What are these things, after all? Little game pieces? Figurines? They're made of obsidian. The uh, material is worth more than the object. And he picks them up, and he's got a, a monocle, kind of similar to Dalren's, but it's more like a jeweler's glass. Loop, yeah. yeah. Uh, that he, he looks down at these things, and he holds them up real close and adjusts it a bit as he peers at it. Looks like it's telling the truth, as far as I can tell, which is interesting. They're a fine make, certainly. Uh, perhaps. Perhaps. I feel like you might be able to get a better deal, uh... Uh, I mean, I can only give you so much, really, for the materials here. Whereas an, an oddity like this might be more in the realm of... And uh, the door opens as somebody else enters the shop, and, and he just looks up. Oh! Boss! Spectacular! Just what I was going to mention. And you save you a trip here. Thank see you. See what I'm doing? <laughs> you see what I'm doing? Oh, A plus GM Creative right there. on the fly troubleshooting. Oh, Vaz is the half elf, right? Uh, Vaz is the half elf owner of the Real Ambo Company. Oh, yes. she she and I are really and good yeah, friends. She, I think you are friends. I think you are friends. I, I think I, you are. Friends. I, I sell my books at her place. Not that you, you're at least very uh, acquainted with each yeah. other. And uh, Vaz comes in, and she is a usually a fairly tall, severe half elf who's got her hair back in a very tight ponytail, like she always does. Uh, she's very. Pale. She does not go outside terribly often. She pretty much lives and literally lives in that book company, just running everything largely herself up until well. You know. I mean, Espis goes outside all the time, and he's just as pale. So. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a full elf. Um, I can't tell the difference for those things. But she is really encumbered. She, she has a huge pack on uh, with a what looks like several bits of like a bedroll or an entire tent lashed up on top of it as well as an assortment of things uh, a lot of different books and pans 
dangling down below, and she's almost hunched over Going uh, from the weight of this thing and just has this massive green travel cloak on. And she comes in and looks up Going the group here. traveling, Voss. Ah, uh, Dalren, Resme. Unfortunately, yes, I fear I have to. Why? And she just gives you a strange, almost confused look. Did something happen? We've been out of town for the past few days. Well, to my understanding, you lot did. You brought Helmont back. Well, yes, but no one blames you for his misdeed, surely. So I'd like to think. Rachel's not a particularly large town, and didn't get a whole lot of business in the first place. Just enough to stay afloat, really. I finally take your advice, Dolren, and take on an apprentice, and sets the town hall on fire. Yes, that was mm. a poor judge of character, I must say. Bad luck, that. He seemed interested enough when I brought him on, though not particularly bright, admittedly. No, I've had... Not a soul in the shop for the past few days. I don't know how much you're going to be coming by once this word gets out. You know, and she looks over to Crank as well and just kind of nods. You'd know, Twiddleton. The effort you have to put forth here is a halfling. Everyone here in Breach Hill. Always so suspicious of anyone just the slightest bit different. And she just nods to you two as well. There's damn near the only three elves in town. I imagine you get it as much as I. Uh, perhaps I, 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 I've been around. I've been around the continent enough. I tend to not even notice anymore. But uh, certainly, I've never tried starting a business amongst them. Uh, must be difficult. You deal with it as it is, but I think this whole mess with Calmont might have been the death blow to the Reliant Book Company, unfortunately. Oh, it feels terrible to say so. Uh, maybe you could set up somewhere else. Uh, uh, she just uh, nods to the pile of bedroll intent on her shoulders. That was my plan, more uh. or less. Don't have the money for a cart or anything from Vusker, but didn't have much worth carrying anyway. Well, now, hold on just a moment. Um, perhaps if... No, 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 no. Uh, this is... There's nothing personal in this. This is simple superstition. Uh, first off, Rachel probably doesn't have the greatest population of readers in the first place. Uh, certainly, I learned that the first time I tried selling a few travel logs. However, um, perhaps simply what we need is just a change of image for you. i tell you what, we were actually uh, considering... No, 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 please, let me finish, let I me finish. I appreciate the concern, but I've neither the coin nor, truth be told, the will to continue trying to make way here. Well, if your will is gone, then uh, there's nothing for you. Uh, but if you wanted, um, I am in need of a recipe book, and uh, perhaps you'll, uh, if you would care to put your name on an event we're putting together, it might actually get your name out a bit. Uh, 
brush up your image, perhaps? Maybe she save just, the store? She just shrugs a little at this point. Kind of like the, slowly kneels down to the ground to shrug her pack off onto the floor before she straightens back up. Uh, clearly a little more than a little bit in pain from hauling this thing around. She is a very thin and a frail Halvelvin woman. Not particularly strong. And she pops her neck back and forth before raising her hands up to her temples. Oh, I don't know what you've gotten into with this tall run, and truth be told, I'd love to help, but I've not the coin nor the time. I've spent the last couple days preparing for this relocation and closed down the shop and really just stopped in here for some supplies for the road. Is your stock all spoken for then? Uh, all well and done? Of course not. Simply condemned the shop and locked the door. But I suppose I could grab a cookbook for you if you're so inclined. I'm sure Twiddleton has plenty. I have not much more in that department than he'll have here at quarters. Oh. Certainly none I'd pen to myself. Well, surely one last... Uh... One last sail for the road. And uh, Twiddleton puts his hands up. No, 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 I understand. It's an unfortunate situation, Miss Lorraine, but Ivy needs covered here, Dolren. There's plenty of uh, recipe manuals, cookbooks here that you could use. Yeah. And uh, heads back to a, a small little bookshelf he has that takes up about one half of one of the side walls of the shop and starts thumbing through things. And Boz just kind of shrugs with a grim smile. There you go. Needs taken care of. I really do appreciate the concern, Dalred and Resme, and it's this good is... to see what few friendly faces this town has in the way out, I suppose. This is just unfair. You no, didn't do was... anything wrong, and being an elf or a half-elf, there's no difference. We're all alive and basically have the same wants and goals in life. Well, I made my best way through it, and what is it that's, and she uh, nods to your pendant, what is it that aphorism of all said, uh, the road to progress is not always forward? It's true enough. I suppose sometimes you must also go backward if you wish to go forward. Breach Hill's culture will be worse off without you. Non-existent, I dare to say, yeah. almost. I walk up and, and lift up her backpack and, like, struggle. And, like, even with just, like, heft, struggle to pick it up. And I'm like, well, ma'am, you can't be talking. You won't make it anywhere if you've got to pack, uh, pack this heavy. You, can, you know, I've got a, I, I've got a mule that I ain't doing nothing with if you uh, need something to carry. You know, I... Don't know that we've met. Well, if you're friends your of them, you're friends of mine. My name's Buddy. Vaz, Vaz Lorraine. I guess you had that bookstore downtown. I've never had any need for books, but uh, I've heard some people use uh, use them for, you know, various reasons, I guess. 
Well, Rachel's culture will be <laughs> sorely <laughs> worse without you, boss. I suppose this is largely the Rachel that will be left. But here, here, here. Now I got—I had this donkey protecting my farm. He's a real good donkey here. But now that my boy's old enough to protect the farm themselves, you had a donkey protecting your farm. Well, yeah. What else would you have a donkey for? Aren't they typically used for pulling things? Well, he also pulls the plow sometimes, but we, he doesn't really need to. The boys will do that. Does he bark when people come near? He'll tear your head right off, that donkey. Oh. What? It can be fairly territorial animals, I suppose. But now, here. Now, since uh, these boys have grown up, I wouldn't mind uh, loaning you this donkey, and, you know, he'd, he'd be perfectly good at carrying a good pack. Well, as much as I appreciate the gesture of good faith, I'm afraid it wouldn't be much of a loan if I can't. Well, he's getting old, anyways. You. you know, he he may I may be loaning him out down down to uh, Ferasma soon. He's uh, a a good trip uh, down the road might do him some good. I can go get him. It, it'll be great. It'll be right in a jiffy. Don't worry about it. And uh, are you are you? Like you just, it I just sounds start like you walking just walking out the door. Yeah, knowing, knowing you and Buford, you just leave. And she just looks after you as you walk out. Ah, see there, Voss. Some hospitality at the very least, even if it is only out the door. Voss, a you could stay with me. Sort. No, it's it's fine. Resume. I have packed up what books I still have of value and what things worth the travel, but I figure it's not a terrible time to leave much of it behind. I'm not sure what I'll do with the book company itself as of yet. I just simply shuttered the doors. I'd like to believe that well, should a windfall come my way later, I could either return to run it myself or send someone, but... Well, what stock do you have remaining? In the shop? Yeah. Near everything. I can't cart a book sh- a bookstore on the back. Hmm. Well, what would you consider to be its worth? Altogether? I don't know, maybe 200, 300 gold pieces if I could find buyers for some of the older and more esoteric parts. Well, That's perha- the problem in Breacho, though, and- isn't it? Right, so, and tell you what, uh, simply shuttering a shop, especially one that has stock in it and then leaving town, is hardly an ideal situation, especially if you might someday uh, have any hope left of doing anything with the merchandise. What if perhaps we arranged some sort of, oh, I don't know, uh, a consignment arrangement, perhaps? I was just going uh, to say that. She turns to a crank. Twiddleton, big picks and shovels. Yeah, the road up into the fine, uh, Five Kings Mountains is ill-maintained. You're going into the mountains? I had thought to head to the dwarves. My studies of them have been interesting, and to my understanding of their culture, they place much higher value on knowledge and written word than, well, so just gestures ambiguously <laughs> to the entirety of Breachill. You're not wrong. Besides, I speak a fair bit of Dwarven. Hmm. Won't be too terribly difficult, I suppose. I hear they welcome much more welcoming of travelers these days. Well, perhaps we can look after your business while you're gone. I really do appreciate Resme, but there's no need. <laughs> Who in Breacher is going to steal books? 
half of Rachel can't even read. Well, I'd like to have some of your books. Perhaps I can buy some of them from you. It would give you some coin to go and reinvest with. And, uh, she'll kneel down to her bag. So, well, I've had a bit of a windfall. I wanted to keep this. I have a few copies, just as an interest of a personal record of where I've come from. And she jostles around there and pulls out a, a moderately sized tome uh, that she bound in the, the back of her store herself, and just simple brown leather. And uh, across its cover, there's a brief history of Breachill. I've been working with Joral some time ago, trying to put some of this together at the archives. There's not much of the town's history itself, and I thought maybe as being one of the few stories I was around to witness myself, it could have some value to Dwarvenkind. But I never got it quite finished, and what I have now is scant. Well, Largely built on assumptions and guesswork. Maybe I could finish it. Well, I bound the books as they were, and she hands it to you. But if you must wish to write it yourself and pick up where I'd left, I'd hope at least it's a good start. I should like that very much. You've been a good friend to me, Rosalie. It's a pity how this all shook out. But... No. I don't want to pry any further into that damned halfling's affairs. No, talk to me. Because, honestly, some of the things he was saying were very odd and concerned my goddess, Alceta. That was just the thing. I'm half-elven, but I've precious little knowledge of elven kind, especially their religion. I found some notes behind that Kalmond had assembled. I was surprised. I didn't think he could write. I don't know if this was all a... Even his apprenticeship was just a front to get to this... his books or research or what. But he'd spoken of something called Alceta's Ring. I know. He told me that too. Is there, is there any way you could show me what materials he was looking at? I could barely read his hand, but he didn't seem to have much, truth be told, I'd hoped you could elucidate him. Well, do you know what books he was referencing? Nothing. I, he didn't leave anything around other than this, his own personal ramblings. Do you have them? Why would I bring them with me? But they're back at the store, they're back at the shop. I burned them away. I didn't want to remember that, Nick. Ah, it lovely. hardly seemed useful. He barely put anything together besides that phrase, something about teleportation, and seemed to be under the impression it was in Citadel Altarian of all places. Yes, 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 indeed. We're it is there, actually. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's a shame about his notes. Uh, that could have been quite useful. Would you mind if I took a poke through some of the books? to see if I could find what he was working on. Oh, she got rid of them all, unfortunately. Didn't that what you said? 
His notes are gone, yes. Yeah, I don't know what books he'd referenced. He didn't have a hoard laying around. I would have I would have noticed that. I don't know when he had the time to assemble all of this, but it's already getting into the afternoon. I need to be underway. I shouldn't even be waiting for this donkey your friend is bringing. Oh, uh, believe you me, once you get up into the foothills, you'll be glad you did. Probably. And wait, I shall, but I really don't have time to run back and unlock the store and find anything that may be useful if, like, you, if charred scraps of paper would even serve you well. Yeah, I don't think they would. But it's not... You know of this as well, Dollar Oh, Red. he wouldn't... He wouldn't stop talking about it when we apprehended him. Uh, certainly, uh, he just went on and on about it. But uh, it turns out it's actually accurate. There actually is uh, some sort of teleportation something uh, was, up in the Citadel. What purpose did he see in it? Uh, Where would he have to go? A non-specific amount of money that he would get from somewhere. He hadn't really thought it through very well, which is surprising considering the length of time he'd been working on his deception. It's peculiar how some people can hold a concept in their mind that simply obsesses them to such a point, but not see something so plain as a consequence. As I said, his notes were the ramblings of a madman, moving nowhere and barely legible at that. I really don't think he's working alone. I very much doubt he got that idea into his head by himself. No, no, no. He he clearly was working on his own. He's Uh, no family that I know of. That just makes him more vulnerable. But to who? To what? I don't know, but there is some sort of Someone is making all of this happen, and it's not Calmont. Yeah, that's accurate. Probably quite true, actually. Well, if you're the new heroes of Breachill, so I hear, should you find them, for my sake, if no one else, bring them justice. Of course. That's what we do. I have a gift for you. I... We found these obsidian pieces when we were up at Citadel Altarian. I'd like you to have a couple to take with you to remember us by. And uh, she takes one, a full plate clad hell knight in his his armor with a demonic face and in the breastplate. And she looks at him and he's a hell knight that appears carved of pure obsidian. Resume. I'm sure... Twiddleton would give you quite a precious amount of gold for these. We won't miss one or two. And you can sell them. And honestly, he didn't seem terribly interested, believe it or not. Uh, He suggested we come see you about them, but as you've closed shop, uh, perhaps you can find a use for it. Yeah, certainly interesting. I thought so, too. Behind. Besides, not a bad Around goodbye this point, present. Buford comes back you with hear a like donkey. this donkey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sound can only mean one thing. Unpleasant braying in the yeah. distance as Buford like drags a donkey in, and a Voss kind of turns to look towards the door, hearing these sounds outside. Are we sure this creature of his is? It'll at least carry your pack for quite some time, and believe you me, uh, someone who's been on several journeys before, walking through the foothills is far more tiring than they look. I'd certainly appreciate 
appreciate not having to bear the load if nothing else. Okay, now here, right here is blue. You're bringing the donkey in the store. Well, I'm right in front, you know. I'm like, I'm holding the door open, pointing at your donkey. (laughs) Yeah, right here is blue. He'll take good care of you, and he's also a pretty good protector. Now, blue, this right here is Vaz. You better protect her with your life, you know. And I say uh, she's got a pack here, and she's... She's now. Where are you headed, Miss? North. North. Now Into she's headed north. Now you better help her get up north here. I tell you what, if I hear that you've been acting weird, you know, being a hooligan, we're gonna have words next time we meet. You hear me? You hear Mom's me, Blue? Looks not convinced about the value of the donkey, <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, drags her mighty pack over to the thing, and uh, it's a great effort hefts it up on his shoulder uh, towards the donkey and takes a length of rope that she has hanging on the end of it and you two work together to just kind of lash it across the donkey's back here and secure it. And uh, as you're done, she looks at you. I... I don't know how to thank you. Now, no words are needed here. We're, you know, we're a family around here and I sure see you need the help and I have the help to give. Only more and breach will shed your mindset. Yeah, more than you'd think, you know. They're uh they're an interesting folk, but they get along. Not much for reading, I'm afraid, but And uh around well, the I same time what... Twiddleton comes back in. Uh, he's been coming in and out with some of these supplies that Vaz has been asking for. The an extra water skin, a bundle of rations, some more rope, a large shovel and a mining pick, uh, that she adds on this thing that she's got lashed up on the donkey here. And she uh out of a little purse on her hip, dumps out everything uh, she's got, which looks like it's two gold pieces, four silver, and a little smattering of coppers. No, and, uh, I, got, I got it. That's me. I, I, I got it. Please, let me at least do this. We're more than <laughs> friends. You've been like a sister to me here. And, uh, Crank kind of turns from her to you. Well, I must say, Miss Resume, that's very, very charitable of you. Helping a friend in need. Uh, that'll be... 375 17 pieces. silver and three copper pieces. Um, does that sound accurate, or is he inflating the price because he knows I'm paying him? That, uh, I mean, it looks well enough. I mean, that's, okay. that's like 1.7 gold okay. for, I'll... like, a shovel and a mining pick and some rope that's and water fine. skins and rations. Like, it I'll, seems I'll, I'll hand it over. So you hand him over 17 silver pieces. Yep. And uh, he counts them through, and Vaz just uh, closes her hand and the money and puts it back in her little purse. I only hope that someday, someday I can pay you back for what you've done for your resume. Um, and Elvis, she'll say, may we, may we meet in fairer weather, my friend. Now the rice smile. Straighten yourself up. Well, then, I really do need to be going. There's only so much daylight. I hope to make some amount of distance from Breach Elm before I have to break for the night's camp. Thank you. Um, oh, buddy. You can just call me buddy. Buddy. And she looks up And that's at you. Blue, by the way. I don't know she if I mentioned his name. looks up at your hat and back down. And I cover my head. You went home, actually. Yeah, Did you, you went home. Oh, yeah. I, I have a... Nice, it's shiny, exactly the same as the old one. Identical brand new head <laughs> perched on Buddy's head. I tip if you my go into Buddy's closet, they're just... Yeah, I tip my hat at her and 
It's just hats. You know. Well, thank you, buddy. A very charitable gift indeed from a stranger. Well, Ren, where's me? Good luck, boss. Good luck. Come back soon if you can. Or write if you can't. And we'll read it. With that, she starts attempting to lead this donkey. This seems somewhat. He's he's fairly well trained. Hey, Blue, get up there right now! I'm telling you, man. As he just sits there, grumpy about the huge amount of stuff he has strapped onto his back. And uh, with Vaz's departure there, that's a perfectly fine time for us to take our midstream break, I suppose. I do have to pee. I also have to pee, which is generally how I measure when it's time to take breaks. Like, oh, I gotta pee. It's gotta be around breaking time. It's the literal stream break. I'll try to fix this in less than 10 minutes. I believe in you. Thank you. I believe in your powers. But, chat, those of you here in the stream, we'll be right back in a couple of minutes. And then we've got a... uh, we got Bar cider makeover? to make. Yes! Makeover! You better work! Cover girl! We've had. We're really doing this. Okay, well. Uh, you guys had spent probably the. Oh, uh, well, large amount of the rest of the afternoon there bartering with Crank, uh, uh, crank and Quarters and Bits, trying to offload a lot of your goods and make some gold. You've got some various elixirs. Uh, you have the rest of these Onyx figurines, which he, he will buy. Um, you would have given a pair of them to Vaz, but that still leaves you with a good amount of them. And those all together, they're solid Onyx, and they're well-carved, and Krink's not really happy about it, but they are pretty valuable little things. He's going to give you 16 gold pieces Rockin'. for Done. the remainder. But also selling off uh, what weapons you have left, that silvered flail, uh, the the onyx dog fi- pet figurine thing from the uh, Cinder Claws. I couldn't remember the cultist name for a moment there. Dealing with all of that and all of your bartering will probably take the majority of the rest of the afternoon until the sun has largely started to set down. Maybe an, uh, two hours left of sunlight around the time where Rur and Tyrannus return from their adventures at the Citadel Altarian and return from bringing the monkey people back into the town's custody and jailing them in the town hall where Kalmud had once been. Myrne, 1116, with 8,000 channel points, is going to give out a hero point to Dalren. Ooh. Go forth and share some knowledge, perhaps <laughs> with a shorter anecdote than normal, though, is the message. Oh, yeah, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. We'll take that with you. So, talk more but less. Got it. Less is more. Use words. Less is more. Yeah, use words that have more meaning. Use bigger, more evocative words. Hmm. So, as the uh, day is winding down, and the group of you reconvene here in Breach Hill with the Tyrannus once again, uh, what is it that you are... Uh, is there anything else you want to accomplish today? You've well, gotten... I needed to buy some stuff from him. All right, you want to buy a recipe book? And um, I'm going to need uh, a sack of corn, a sack of apples, um, some salt, some sugar, some figs, and uh, some clover and a little bit of vanilla. Okay, I'm going to put that all about probably a silver piece. Sure. Uh, 
maybe like one and a half silver pieces because that's all very cheap and readily available things. Uh, the most expensive of which would be an the amount of the cinnamon. The well, honestly, the figs Probably and the, the apples vanilla from extract. the uh, from the farm and the vanilla <laughs> extract would be kind of difficult. Like a, uh, let's say one point five silver for that. Sure. And then round it up to two silver because we're throwing in the recipe book that's as fine. well. So two silver pieces out and a whole lot of gold up. You are done. I don't with know that. how we'll possibly recover. I don't know. That's gonna. That's a huge financial investment. One point two full silver coins into the pig's ear. That's true. That's true. Uh, Dalren will pick up a um, a uh, reinforced steel capped bow staff uh, with which to go back and smash some more skeletons when and if we decide to go back and do that, just in case. Okay. I think. A bow staff would not be something they just like have on stock. Mm-hmm. What? There's not a bow staff shelf? There's I'm not, not a bow staff I'm shelf. I'm not sure what the difference armory. between a bow staff and a staff staff, except a that they staff. have bow different staff, staff lines. It's longer a long speared shaft yeah, with no spear. It is basically a, a long spear that just has almost mace ends. Yeah, it, of, it's uh, got like small cudgels put on either end. Perfect. And it's fairly long and it's. it's it, by merit of what it is, needs to be very balanced. I do not think that's something I'll have immediately, but that is something that uh, can definitely be constructed for I you. Will, I will. Blacksmith. I will commission that bowstaff. Uh, absolutely do that. So that'll be ready in a couple days for whatever the market price of a bowstaff is. It's like two silver pieces. Like two silver, yeah. yeah. It's a stick with some iron caps, caps on the end, yeah. Yeah, Clacket just has to hammer the thing together and hammer the also entire stick together. Get a shaft. Which is going to require a little bit of crosswork. So I'll be ready for you in about, uh, let's say, three, four days. Okay. So. I'll also pick up some extra dried meat so that when we go back to Citadel Altarian, I have it for our friends. Zerk and Snuggles are going to be hungry. Yeah. Zerk and Snuggles need assistance. Surely they have some way of sustaining themselves otherwise, but. But, they want, but they want our meats. They want our meats. So. They're mighty dragons. They are mighty dragons. They need your meats. They do. My snack food has actually evolved with today's information. Ooh. Okay. We went from just basic granola bars to now Fig Newton bars. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you have handmade little packed halfling Fig Newton nuggets nope. uh, that you're carrying around as your halfling snack that you shove in your face to restore a freaking hit point. They're snack size. They're snack size. I mean, it, it's fitting. It's fitting. So... Well, Snack sized. All of exactly. the plans in mind, uh, some of the skeletons beneath Citadel Altarian defeated, and, well, a direction between this strange tunnel and your agreement that you have with uh, Zuri. You rest for this evening. The next day, will day morning, there was a lot to be done. Mm. So at this point, we before, are. Before that. Uh, anybody who would be possibly injured, I would use the rest of my... You got healing magic to top yeah. everybody up. If anyone's not at, at full, I think everyone's fine. I'm no, solid. actually, I was a bit beat to crap. I was a little bit, yeah. I took that yeah. halberd I didn't smash. Not oh, beat to crap, I would say. I actually, but... for some reason, I, had, I, I thought you'd healed up after the skeleton encounter, but I guess that was uh, being reserved we, in case we, of tons more undead. Well, we came right out of the tunnel, and then we, like, the We heck. investigated a room, <laughs> and then we found a tunnel. You've we been a bit beat up as you went around town today. But we are going to switch into the third of the new second edition game modes, which is downtime mode. So at this point, there's no massive pressing concern, and we're trying to do some things that are going to take us an amount of time to get done. So in downtime mode, we're largely just going to jump forward by days. 
So unless there's something you guys want to go out and do, which is a big engagement, while you're, I hesitate to say renovating, <clears throat> but cleaning slash overhauling the menu of the pig's ear, this is, this is going to take some time to do. You're waiting for your bow staffs to be finished. So each day, you will be able, you basically tell me what it is you are doing. And that can be uh, obviously for you, if you want to be at the pigs here actively helping, you can do that. Um, if you, buddy, need to go back and tend to your farm, uh, you could absolutely go do that as well. You can just work the farm for some time. I was also we had a rune that I was going to try and fix onto Espus's bow. There was also the other plus one halberd that you I want to gonna... move. Okay. So that is the, uh, all of these things are can, things, things that, activities do. that are measured in a day. So you want to do that first. You know, there's a lesser potency rune on the halberd that you've gotten from one of the skeletal commanders. Mm -hmm. The other halberd is with uh, Tyrannus, but this one, you want to get that rune off and onto the longbow. No. Halberd, we're, we already have one to put onto the bow. I thought we were also putting one onto the halberd because we had two halberds. You have two plus one halberds. Yeah. One's I was going to do the halberd. You were going to do the bow. No, no. One, Tyrannus is keeping his halberd. You gave Tyrannus a plus one halberd, yeah. and he still has it. Yeah, we were going to put that rune onto his halberd so he could keep his Oh, halberd. you want to... Oh, I see what you mean. He you seemed wanna, to like okay. his halberd. You want to switch the rune from the random halberd to his halberd. Yes. Okay. And then you were going to put it on and the you were bow gonna, from the other oh, okay. one. You were going to switch the other halberd onto the bow. Okay. Okay. So with your first day off here... Uh, this is a little bit more of an investment than it might sound because uh, a runic sigil that you put on a weapon is not like there's not a socket and there's a rune sitting in it and you're like, just take it out and put it in the other <laughs> weapon. It is a process and it is at that a process that is either strongly magical or alchemical. You have to do some work with some different reagents to activate the uh, the latent magic in this to transfer because much like talismans it is intrinsically linked to the weapon it's attached to it's not something you just poke in and it's good to go uh, so it's going to take you some investiture uh, specifically to try to move a rune from one weapon to another room a weapon it's going to take about 3.5 gold in various tinctures and uh salves and alchemical tools so you'll need seven gold total if you want to move both of those rooms. And take it off the common stack from our loot. Oh, okay. mm -hmm. And then you would be with Tyrannus's halberd spending a day trying to use this to draw the magic out, keep it in the rune, and move that rune over to the other halberd. So go ahead and make me a craft check. I see no reason for this to be secret. You'll know immediately if yeah. you fail. That's hey. a natural 20 for a 26. Oh, solid. Okay, uh, so with a... I've apparently done this before. <laughs> very skilled in this <laughs> act, apparently. Uh, with a 26, you would be able to, uh, given the day of work, fairly easily move the rune over. And yeah, I guess this might have been part of your upbringing with your cloister cleric background. Just, just training. Something, something you know. And you're actually able to do it using only three gold of these alchemical reagents. Instead of um, 3.5. Instead of 3.5, yes. So you can sell the excess back and retain that extra five silver pieces. So... Buford, you're with Espus, mm -hmm. trying to take the lesser potency off the other halberd. That's pretty good. Um, so that is a uh, 21. And with a 21, you too would be successful. Uh, spending the day drawing the energy out of that. I'm sure his act is a little more of his own magic, cantrips, his own personal spellcraft, and yours is 
reading the instructions on these various bottles and powders and how this is my, supposed mine to has actual magic behind it yours is the the process by the book it's also hard i'm not i'm not i'm not really used to dealing with longbows they're kind of finicky <laughs> Got to make sure you don't accidentally I don't burn wanna, through I, the bow with well, the Well, I also don't want to make it, like, unbalanced or whatnot. <laughs> don't want to mess up the, uh, the the way that the weight's distributed mm-hmm. through the, the main draw there. You get it up, and it's just, like, all warped like this. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> bow. <laughs> Somehow it still fires perfectly fine. It's supposed to be curved yeah. like that, right? Yeah, but yeah. given a day of work, you as well are able to move the lesser potency rune over from the other halberd onto Esphus's longbow. So, so how much money do we have here? Uh, that would cost you three points. I would take you 6.5 gold between the two of you and materials to move those two over. It's 10% of the cost of a rune. To- yeah, so we're, we're down to, a, we're, we're down to a, a fair number from our, uh, our, our, our selling our salvage. Uh, I understand you were looking to uh, invest you know that, in a larger suit of armor. You know, it'd be real nice if I didn't have to worry about my ankles all the time. You, you sure you're going to be able to keep track of which bit goes where? Gonna use Have the same, same, same system. Pieces. The same system you're using before. Or would you actually like a diagram you can keep in your pocket in case you kick something in the middle of the night? Well, have I ever had a problem putting on armor? Well, you've never worn armor this complicated before. Are you questioning my my ability to put on my own armor here? I'm just noticing that your system has some glaring flaws that you use to keep track of what bit I goes away. I run into any problems. We are questioning system. a very many things about how you tend your armor. Yes. I think he might be offering to help you get dressed in the morning. Look, I don't need help getting dressed in the morning. If you needed it, I would be there for you. Well, I mean, some of these pieces have a lot of buckles and stuff, and I've got real big hands. If you have a delicate touch, I guess. I... Is your tiny elven I, I have tiny elven hands, that's true. They're well calloused, but... <laughs> well? So glad I'm not there for this. <laughs> I would so rather Tell me, be... Bird, what is it that you want? I want me some full plate. Buford wants to go back to Quarters and Bits and to Clackett's Blacksmith and get a full suit of armor. Now, that is something that they would have on hand, largely because Clackett enjoys making a lot of armor, and while most people in Breachel, for, like, standard hunting purposes, take chainmail or, like, the absolute heaviest breastplates, he likes, like, it almost, it's almost more of a hobby to him to put these things together. Uh, full crafted there in the forge by uh, Clackett's own design, let's say. (laughs) This little goblin has one full standing set of full plate with a full, uh, nearly spherical helmet because he's not entirely positive how human heads are shaped and nobody was really around to let him test. Yeah, it's not a problem. I'll just modify my hat a bit, and I can put it right well, on top. Perfect. Right it's on a, top of the helmet. It's perfect because you have this big spherical helmet. It's a you fish actually bowl. have space for the cowboy hat, largely inside uh, of it. Inside, inside of it. I'm gonna be like an astronaut because it's much wider. It has much more uh, room than it would. It's like, it is almost a giant steel astronaut helmet. Uh, it's perfect. You can put on here. I never knew, the, you know. It the slitted like, face visor that just slides perfectly up on top of it. I it's, knew, I knew, Clackett was looking out for me. You know, he's a, he's been playing, you know, he's been playing real hard recently. But I, I knew he was looking out for me. I'm just imagining the video game version of the Two Perception Show, where just the hat just clipping through the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> but as you as you go, he's looking at it and he's looking at your hat. And it, well, I can. We can. Two options. I can expand the helmet a little sideways so it can fit the brim of your hat. Or I could forge clips on the side of it to hold your hat on the outside. 
Well, I could, I could, you know, I, I have a couple different variations of this hat. I can just slide it right on, right on top. A few modifications. Ten gallon. <laughs> but, but this is full plate. If you are, well, if you're out doing night things, you you might want clips to keep the hat on. That's true. If you made a little, like, ledge right there, yeah, clips. You know, actually, that'd be great. Let me go get my bigger cowboy hat. It's made, normally made for, you know, dancing. How could a hat be bigger than that hat? Haven't you ever seen my party hat? My party hat. Apparently not, no. Well, I guess you haven't been out at night much. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's missed it. I'm imagining a hat large enough to swallow this goblin hole. I, I can forge two... I'm actually imagining a hat that has like a pinata thing in it where Buford just pulls it and stuff just explodes out. Buford comes to town with his hat and you just see the top of the hat looming over the walls as he approaches. I I can forge two of these overall clips onto the side of the helmet and they can latch onto the brim of your hat to hold it on. That would work real good. I think this will work out perfect. You're real smart, you know? I like it. Really knows how to work with things. Are you, are you sure you really have to wear the hat and the helmet? <laughs> well, yeah, how else are people supposed to know it's me? <laughs> it's heraldry. Yes, I have no response to that. <laughs> so he is going... Utterly dumbfounded, he slinks away to his forge to make clips. He takes these two overall clips <laughs> that he had from, like, the adjustable straps and then heats, heats them up and... Basically, sports welds them off the side of this bubble helmet. So, so you have this set of full plate, which is is fairly large because he didn't make it to commission. He didn't make it to order, so he he made it to make it. Wasn't well, not even positive whatever it actually is. So, so it's fairly like imposing full plate. It's pretty bulky <laughs> and large, and uh, he spends some of that afternoon. Uh, shorting down the breastplate somewhat because how tall is Buford? He's big. He's a big guy. He's like six foot four. Never mind. I guess you're actually fine. It's, it's a good thing that he has this <laughs> set of giant person full plate because Buford's a freaking giant person. He's big. He's a big guy. Forge welds some little hat clips <laughs> on the sides of this per- almost perfectly spherical bubble helmet. So it's <laughs> he forge welds them onto the uh, pivots, the axis of the visor where it connects. So they're actually just attached to that directly. So if you slide up the face visor, your hat goes yes. the back of it. Ma'am. You can tip the visor. Because it tips your head on the top of your head. Mm-hmm. There's so much good in this world. But for 30 gold pieces, I a set of full plates can be yours. You got it, or you want me to? I'll take it off the comments. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't Could you imagine money. if she <laughs> if she said no right now? Just like, nah, uh, never mind. I don't really want it. <laughs> I think Espas had some of our common stuff too, or did he just have that in his pocket? I. It wasn't clear if he told us he had picked it up yet, so I didn't write the it down. The fifteen gold from the horde. I'm pretty sure he just picked up. Yeah, I think oh, he just okay. put that. I don't hundred percent know that everyone knows that he has that. No, I don't think we do. So I'm he's not here for us to ask him. Yeah. Fair enough. So. Dalren. Now that that thing is a. Dalren. 
What are you doing with this fine wheel day? Are you heading down to help Resme with the pigs here? I guess I'd better. It's probably going to be the first time Resme see me without a bunch of armor on. And so he's just wearing street clothes and he's You're just no going down hiding. there. Huh? You're no longer hiding. I'm no longer hiding in my hide armor. Yes. Yes. You should be ashamed of yourself. I am. <laughs> Give me your session. <laughs> How do I ban my players? <laughs> You lock the front door. <laughs> so you pull up and I just lock the door. And just glare at him. Glare through the window. That you can both see through because you're both like super tall. Yep. <laughs> All right. So Resme and Dalren are both going to spend the majority of the day at the pig's ear, which Zuri has agreed to keep closed so that you can <clears throat> clean it at no cost to her, which is something that agreement she is okay with for now. Buckets of lie. So, um... What's what are you focusing on? What are you doing here, Darren? So I need to go if if, if Resume doesn't need my help with actually degreasing. Okay, Mom, don't listen to Mom. Tell me what you're doing. Yeah. Doesn't need my help with degreasing the entire building. Um I'm actually going to look for a spot where I can try to put some kind of kitchen in. Because it doesn't have to be a lot. It just basically needs to be a place we can have a fire. A pot of grease on the fire, and then we dump pig's ears into the grease. That's that's basically I'm I'm starting as simply as I possibly can. Grow so would be good. So oh my god, they actually have a map. Correctly. Oh, is, is this the actual inn? Mm-hmm. It sure is. Awesome, because I was gonna ask if we had a map. Give me one moment here so I can make it visible. I can give you guys some. Oh, you guys have actually got some good stuff. I just have you outside, but you've got some. Uh, some good sight in here. This is actually the pig's ear. Uh, like I said, it is relatively large. It's it's not super tiny. It's a decent sized thing. I'm gonna rotate this here arc and forge because it's kind of oriented this way. Did you want to make it a little bit easier? You want to what? I poured it onto the. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting it set real quick okay. so that I can show it to you. Because it's taking me a second. Because I haven't opened it before. There we go. Okay. So it is actually a. Uh, it, it's a fairly large building honestly it's not super tiny it's got a decent amount of space to it um and let me just yeet us buddy around here for revealing reasons because she definitely just gave you access to everything so i'll just reveal the entire freaking place right so they do have a kitchen um they have a space which is that's the storeroom that's it, it looks like it has a bunch of pots and various stuffs and whatnot where you could potentially install some but it doesn't actually have them at the moment uh it's just got a, a tiny little extra storage cellar back up behind the counter up here and this is where you would had come up came up here. down here in the eastern side in this back wing and this area at the moment is just storage it doesn't actually have any of those like cooking pots or anything there. Does but just have, to give you a general does, indication of the layout of the area and like its size, it looked like it's this. actually pretty. It is sizable. like it's pretty large. Is it's, there a second story? Uh, there is not. No. So this and, is a lot and to work with. And this area off to yeah, the like side. Yeah, like I said, it's here, not small. The pig that, is a pretty big. All storage. This is all storage. That's, that's, all, that's, that's where you came up. Yep, that's just the fairly narrow little. That's uh, a fireplace. They right have there, a, which means there's probably a flue by there that we can put a stove into. They do have a hearth. Into. They do have a hearth on the uh, the side room. Okay, I, I think this is the place. It's not behind the bar, so the bar is going to be different from the kitchen. That's going to be difficult, but you know what? That's going to be something that um, Zuri's going to have to worry about after we're done with this. 
So not your department, not my problem, nor well, department. It shouldn't be that big of a deal because people come to the bar for their drinks. People who want to get food and whatnot sit um, at the tables and have a waitress come out. Yeah, and they go back um, to the kitchen. Zuri doesn't have the staff for that, so uh, she's got to hire somebody memories. if she wants to keep this yeah. going. And, uh, and uh, my brother's going to show up luxury. with his knowledge architecture. Zuri seems real, <laughs> real okay. coin shy. Um, and he here. is going to try to figure out how to do this so that it's structurally sound and it will work. So do what exactly? Install um, a stove? Yeah, install a stove. I mean, you got this the storage way. area in the back. Of the, it's, it's really a fairly large area. They're just cramming with kegs and uh, sacks of food and these jars of pickled goods. But it is a large area. Yeah. Uh, sure, go and roll me a knowledge architecture. Wow, uh, that is a. I like that. Arkin for like an on-the-fly manipulate things. Twenty-seven. Yeah, I would say you you would be able to very easily tell because they like like Nick said because they've got this hearth here uh, with some chairs set up around. They already have a chimney and they already have access there. It would be no trouble uh, to install stoves on the other side of it, like where they where they were on the map is probably the most logical place to put them. Right, right. That makes the most sense. They just don't have any right now. Um, so Jason will actually start giving you instructions in his male voice. Um, he'll actually kind of draw out a set of plans uh, to show you what it should look like um, that are fairly detailed and also draw in some different ways to reorganize the space so that we're using it more efficiently. Huh. Fair enough. Uh, we can see if, uh, as, as cheaply as we can possibly make some of this, uh, the stove, hmm... What if Clackett could make us a stove? Well, what are you looking for? Are you looking for like a, a big? So I, I understand. All I, you really need is a fire pit and a pot. <laughs> I mean, you don't gotta get super fancy or a slab. Well, like you gotta be a little safer than that if you're frying stuff. I mean, well, yeah, that depends on what you're after. Yeah, I mean, basically, I, I would like so. I understand when the Franklin stove was invented in real world, <laughs> <laughs> but I basically would want. A plate that gets hot that I can put a pot on and stand at and cook. Okay. So you probably would want some amount of mason work installed into the, the building itself. I mean, that would be great if we could do it. And if we can't, then, I mean, we can just do a pot over a fire that's bubbling that we have to, like, with a long handle basket to fish things out of. That's probably actually what they do now that I think about it. That's probably the more common setup, yes. Let's well, do that. we have access to someone with engineering and architect knowledge. Perhaps we could ask them for their advice. Well, But what are you doing today is the question <laughs> um, with your... Uh, so today is mostly going to be spent on getting this place clean because okay. that is something we cannot have the customers around for. <laughs> this you do have two days where the pickles area is vacated for now. Um, I also see that there's a space um off to the side that seems to be like almost like its own separate little room. Wait, there's two trapdoors. Uh, there is a very very small cellar up here, which okay. is just like a little storage area. So this is the one we came out of down this one, here on the This bottom. one down here on the bottom, not the one behind the bar. The one oh, okay. the separate storage room is the one that you came out of. It's like a little root cellar or something. Yeah, that's just here. like a tiny little extra root cellar for stuff they actively need behind the bar. Okay. It doesn't, it's really like just water. like a storage space. It's not even something you can go down into, really. 
I'm actually going to try to set up um, sort of like a, a curtain bar across that area to see if we can encourage the riffraff to game in there where they can't really disturb the rest of the people who are actually trying to have a nice time in the other room. So you have Zoe in this, this space next to the bar. Yeah. Because, yeah, you've already got this largely divided into two separate areas. The, mm-hmm. the entryway with the tables scattered around and then the much smaller, more scattered tables near the hearth and the side room. And, yeah. and both of those do have an out- entrance on the outside. And the bar, of course, being in the main one. Exactly. So you just want to curtain off. And like, Gamblers, get out. All right. And that, that's definitely not something it would take an entire day. But you're cleaning up and you're trying to uh, set up some more divisions and whatnot. Dalren, what about you? Uh, so I'll be helping her as needed, and um, with uh, planning out uh, how we can set the kitchen up in here, step one is going to be to do that and see what kind of work is done. If I can do it, great. Okay. Um, so you're, day yeah. one is planning? Well, day one is planning and working if I can. Uh, I, I'm actually, Dalren is pretty handy. Can he go and install this pit in the floor with which to put a pot on? Uh, absolutely. So with your day of downtime... Uh, you're gonna need a pot. I think we can procure that. I think those are procurable. Assorted supplies. So I'm gonna say we're gonna base cost like one gold for some of the supplies you guys wanna bring in. And then while you're working throughout the day, uh, the more you can do yourselves, the less you're gonna have to spend. Right. So you're doing a lot of this uh, heavier work. So I mean, we could roll athletics. You could... Uh, I'll do athletics if I can. I thought you were going to make me roll crafting, but I can do athletics. I mean, crafting, it's not particularly precise or difficult. Um, I'll take athletics. Athletics, because it's just it's just a lot of hard, straightforward, mundane work. Yep. I will give you athletics. Let's do it. Dalren's wiry. Ah, that's a fine use of my session re-roll. Is it? It four is. That's there. a four on the die. I used mine on a bad joke. It was worth it. I'm gonna actually... Wait, hold on. The purple die. Remember. Trust in the purple die. Uh, I don't know. You think? Yeah. Especially you really riding on this. someone's die I want to not hear, though? Is that, that's like, legal? That's true. I feel like I'm actually, like, cheating. I feel like that's cheating. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. I feel like that's yeah. bad, bad karma Hang on. I've, I've, I've got others. I'll try this one. Hey, we'll see if the die thinks it's cheating or not, because it'll tell you. That's slightly it's better. better. It's much better. Uh, that's going to be a 19. All right, so with a 19 and a session reroll that I will collect from you, thank you, mm. uh, you are going to be successful. And <clears throat> with the amount of effort you're able to put into this and just the fact that Dalren never really seems to tire here, let's say you reduce the cost of uh, this gold worth of insp- installation by five silver. So have it almost. Resume, you have uh, prestidigitation to help you out with all this cleaning and preparation and whatnot. So I will let you roll Arcana for your work. Although it is also quite tiring, it's much easier to get a lot done in shorter periods of time because you have to do less mm-hmm. because magic. And uh, I'll turn into the cat if I'm going to mouse. Oh, and again, just cat after people. Yeah. Wow. Do you have prestidigitation from your sorcerer bloodline or from uh, your druid it's side? It's from my druid side. Okay, give me a nature then. Okay. Since that's the uh, sure. tradition, check that tradition. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because it's the cat definitely is the druid side, I'm sure. No, it's not actually. No. Really? Pest form. Actually, druids do not How get pest, pest form. How is the pest form thing the sorcerer's side and press so, the digitation um, is the nature? I'm going to tell you why. So once you get um, wild form at the next level, you actually automatically get pest form as part of that form. 
But sorcerer, but arc, arcane has pest form as a spell in it. Well, arcane or nature, then dealer's choice, because you're kind of doing both. Um, that's going to be a fifteen. So, uh, with a fifteen, uh, you definitely put some work in. But although you have the abilities of the cat, you do not have like the instinct and the knowledge of the cat necessarily. And the it's cat board. It's effective. But it's not wildly effective. So you take about eight copper off the price. This at the end of the day, you need about four silver, two copper of investment to uh, start getting this cleaned up. Get the curtain. Try to get an area for a cooking pot in there in the back. Okay. I'll let you spend the copper. That's fine. <laughs> and that's an effective day. So that at the end of that day, runes have been moved. The pickled uh, pig's ear, rather, is starting to come. All the pickled pig's ear. The pickled pig ear pig is a... Peter picked a pack of ears. It's coming along. Next day comes around. Uh, Oath day being the last day that Zuri is closing down the pig's ear. So Resme and Dalran, I assume, are both going to be Mm -hmm. working there. Uh, Buddy, what are you two going to do with this day? I'd probably also go out and help. Go help? I need to shoulder my way to it. The busy buddy work's done. Um... Well, busy buddy work is in progress. Oh, you're busy buddy work. Yeah. Okay, fair. So now I'm going to go help out with the, the big task. Okay. So what I'm thinking is... Uh, if you have prestidigitation, this will go twice as fast. I do have access to prestidigitation. But uh, what I was thinking was set out poison traps for the rats. Make some poison with a uh, medicine but, check. Making poison definitely be a crafting check. But uh, worth a shot. Go uh, You shoot your shot. So uh, you want to help out with uh, with crafting, still trying to deal with this this vermin problem. You want to. Um, so I'm going to spend a lot of this day um, working on my uh, recipes. As I said, my family does own a distillery. I know lots of recipes for cider and things like that. I'm going to try to use these ingredients uh, to start creating a drink. Okay. So it sounds like it's also crafting. Um. Unless you have like lore making drinks. Lore mixology. Well, there you go. Yeah, okay. I guess it's a new day, so I guess I can have lore mixology. <laughs> I mean, if you give Dollar Heads up... Can you have it all can... day? Um, no, you can't. No, I cannot. But I can, if you let me know about it. Uh, yes, that would be great. Because, you see, Dalren and his wide and worldly travels over the past hundred years may have picked up a few different drink mixes. So I have the okay. recipe, he has the skill. All right, Dalren, so you're helping with this as well. Sure. Okay, and Puford. Uh, I'm just going to be doing like um, mundane kind of work, uh, moving the table around, Clean up regular cleaning style, it up, reorganizing, reorganizing all the jars over there, like all those, all the picking up all the kegs, removing them, sweeping out all the behind them, regular okay. stuff. So let's get a crafting check from her. Eight. That's a 25, 19 on the die. And resume. <laughs> That's a natural 20. Hey. This is going to be the best restaurant Dolren ever. with Laura specifically the thing I need right now. <laughs> Laura specifically the thing I need right now. Ooh, nat 20. Nat 20. <laughs> 27. Best cider ever. <laughs> we need a double nat 20. Double nat 20s to try to make a signature a drink. new drinks for the pig's ear. This is going to be... 
It's going to be the greatest thing ever. Turns out, figs and apples actually make a really good drink. With a... Uh, <laughs> Who would have thunk it? Buford, what do you got? Um, uh, uh, 23. On crafter. On uh, athletics. Moving tables. Moving tables. Doing mundane, tables around. Yeah, mundane uh, Yeah, I'll let, you, I'll let you just kind of help out with, with effort there. Holy crap. Okay, Helping so... Helping where needed throughout the day. Yeah, I'll just... Uh, like, today, if something lifted. Today is a wildly... Productive day. I worked as a bartender once. Some would say inconceivably productive. <laughs> like, this does not make any sense. You make that, like, the ears is. make a fantastic drink. It's just a dirty martini, but with pig instead of olive. Some. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's warm. It's warmed fig and apple cider with well, no, vanilla and have, cloves. We have the pickled ears, so if we made a crazy drink with that, like, we'd already have the resources. No, then we're going to take a little bit of fried <sighs> pig and put it on the rim for salt. Oh, my what? God. That's disgusting. No, it's glorious. It's right glorious. There. Although. So that happened. <laughs> And it's amazing apparently, for some reason. Apparently, it's amazing. It's, amazing. It's, mm -hmm. it's working out. You, you guys spend the day finishing up, cleaning up. At the end of this, after the ridiculous amount of nat 20s and 19s coming out, every check well over a 20, two critical successes from the natural 20s, Yeah, you have... It doesn't even look like the same building anymore. And this is just the four of you working on this. I mean, Esfis is largely tapped out of this and is just staying home he's waiting like, for something important. He's, he's like, like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Ain't nobody got time for that. nothing to do with this. Yeah. <laughs> so, just the four of you, it literally looks like it's a different building. It, it, you walk inside, it's clean, it's well kept, they have the cooking equipment into the back with some of your own investment of just a few silver pieces, honestly, a lot of work. Uh, just picking up and finding what you could, and Are you reaching able out to, to edit the map at all. I uh, nah, don't worry I about could, it. I was just, just curious. That's hard on for, tiny for later. I can't, but it's very difficult on little tiny monitors. So I'm gonna leave it how it is with it. I mean, the, the map itself is not massively changed. It still largely looks like this, just with the cooking stuff. So now we got. There. No, I have a question for like after stream later. Okay. We got the fried pig, the fried fig. We got fried ears, which are ears of corn that we've actually turned into popcorn and mixed with salt. Or fried and covered in or cheese. Or fried and covered in cheese. And we have pig's tears, which we're calling the new cider. Wow. Creative. That was a, a lot of thought. Has actually, I mean, it has been two full days, I suppose. And you were poo-pooing us for writing during class. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly mistakenly. <laughs> All right. So you have a lot to present to uh, Miss Starflower when she returns. And along with a new dress that she's going to be wearing from now on because she can't look like she's been looking. It's time for personal makeover. Yes. <laughs> not satisfied with making over her business. But we're not quite done there. Of course you're not. Because each day, both yesterday and today, I would have prepared and cast four uses of enhanced uh, victuals on their their flasks of what's it just ale? Yeah, yeah. Is that a thing you can do? Yes. yes. What does that do? Purifies it, makes it stronger. <laughs> you cast top shelf here yep. on every keg <laughs> they have in their storage. Wow. 
cleric of Serenray, by the way. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's nothing, nothing not to Serenray about that. You're like, I am going to channel the divine magic of the goddess of truth to make this beer some legit business right here. <laughs> You're gonna be seeing the sun when we all go back up. She is the goddess of the sun, also fire! <laughs> now I'm just, I'm really just picturing frat boy Saren Ray cleric. <laughs> Dude. He's, got, he's got like Birkenstock sandals, a frayed backward cap, yeah. Abercrombie and Finch gear. I have gear. a very different picture of Rur these days, I must say. <laughs> I'm helping my friends. This is their pet project. I'm helping them. Monday through Friday, Saren Ray. Weekend, Saren Ray. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to call this the Spirit Spirits. So, meanwhile, in the back, Roar is casting more better on your kegs of ale and just, <laughs> just enhancing everything to be stronger. What is that spell called? Enhanced, Enhanced Victures. Victures. Okay. It's awesome. I, I, thought about, I thought about that, actually. I obviously I don't have, it. have to consult this. Enhance Victures. It's awesome. Tiny screen. Come to me. Give me your secrets. No. How do you spell Victures? V-I-C-T-U-R-E-S. That's what I thought. I don't see it. I can Is it CRB? Yeah. Hand me the Corbo book. I, I just have to. I have to. I can <laughs> we're, we're in downtime, so. I'm, re I'm required to look at this make alcohol better spell. This is insane. Well, it does more than just make it better. It purifies stuff, makes it safe to drink, makes food safe to eat. Like, it has and practical. Victuals. Victuals. It, it, it has... Uh, yes, I am. You pronounced that right. So, um, it does affect up to one. That's why I used all my castings of it on the the. So you can't cast this on the ale. This can only be used on water. On water. Fantastic. And That's what lasts, they're serving outside in the bar. It lasts for one hour. Oh, I thought it was just an enhancement. I was like, there is no way there is a second level spell that is your bar is better than everyone else's in town. <laughs> Not so, that I don't believe you, but after a journey in War for the Crown, I have come to assume that you read one half of every spell you cast. <laughs> and I am glad we checked this one. I, rem I only remember that from last week. Yeah, it only lasts an hour. Uh, but You, you can could... use it on the night of the tournament. Yeah, I can absolutely use it that night. The duration is quite short, though, yeah. So, I mean, you could use it for the time being... Uh, it changes a gallon per casting. So however many castings of second level spells you could have, you could make that many gallons of a fine wine or something for one hour before it will just return to being water. I was like, you tell me this all, I'm positive this has more limitations <laughs> than you're telling me. There's, there's no way this is what it is. Okay, so she needs a makeover. Well, she's not going to be here until tomorrow because she has largely just left uh, the I know, the but I'm grabbing like... some stuff from my house to give her a makeover because this is going to take a minute. Darren's not doing anything with this. <laughs> right, fair enough. I will let Resume handle that. I'll leave this one to your business. Okay. So when Azote comes to a close and you have largely overhauled the inside, menu, it brings us to Fire Day. Moving towards the weekend now. What are your plans? Are we still progressing downtime here? Uh, yeah, because we need to go talk to um, 
the the head councilman to see if we can convince him to uh, uh, sponsor a tournament for us. Okay. What about the rest of you? Are you all are you all going on this venture? This is where we're journeying. No. Well, I, I guess yes. We'll all be going on that, but I have a thing I want to do with my day. What do you want? Diplomacy checks to go around the city, uh, advertising the improvements that have been made in the new menu that's going to be right. available. So you want to be a barker, basically, yep. is your downtime for today. All right, so you'll spend the day trying to promote and advertise this. Do you need me to turn you into a dog? <laughs> that would work. You for Dalren. What are you, you going to be doing, Dalren? Anything I can help out with? Well, I suppose spreading the word for the tournament would be important, although perhaps we should actually organize this. Uh, so uh, for this day, actually, um, Dalren is going to uh, refocus his elven memories uh, to, I guess, what, lore gaming? I mean, what would this be to go organize a tournament? There actually is a lore gaming. There's definitely a lore gaming. I'm going to take that. that. Yeah, no, Dalren he... had a misspent youth. <laughs> lore gaming. Yeah. Got him. Back in my 40s, I went and... Uh, was a, a card shark for a living. <laughs> You're essentially Jimmy the Shoeshine Boy. I really am. Open racials. I'm totally Jimmy the Shoeshine Boy. Open racials are a wild ride. Yeah, I know. All right. Um, and so... Uh, what is this ability that just gives you lore whatever you need at this particular moment? So it's not at this particular moment. It's per day. Uh, okay. And it's called... And, no, ancestral Paragon is what it gives me. Ancestral Longevity. This is, is a, the world's best downtime. Yeah, it is. Really is. Like, you have to be a hundred years old. You have to be a hundred. You have to be a hundred years old. Okay. And it, and it's an elven thing. And you basically you're you've lived so many years <laughs> that over the course of your life you've done everything to the point of being trained at it. You just don't remember it all. <laughs> <laughs> and so you spend <laughs> your daily preparations thinking oh. about it and remembering and meditating, and you remember. One skill, you become trained in it for that whole day. I love second edition. It's amazing. Second edition is my favorite thing. It's like, this is like the best treatment of elves I've ever seen in a role-playing <laughs> game. It's like, of course elves should be able to do this. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> I'm a hundred. You think I can't card shark? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an actual masterpiece. All right. It gets better as you level up and put more feats into it. Okay. So, Rur... As you're going around town, I can't see any check for this other than diplomacy, really, to try to rustle up attention for the pigs who are here. So give me a diplomacy check. Well, uh, that's a fail. That's a 13. So halfling luck, that's a skill check. I get to re-roll that. Once per day. You guys are tailor-made to be downtime legends. We are, actually. Hey, 17 for 25. So again, Rachel's not particularly big, and you've been here for some time, uh, just kind of interacting with the town and uh, learning and really uh, researching, trying to learn about Rachel's large part of what you've done. On top of that, proselytizing is what the church taught you to do. You have all the necessary skills here to try to drum up some interest in the new and renovated pig zoo. And while uh, Miss Ziri Starflower returns returns to her business... Resume is going to head back in. And I assume you'll be there pretty much right when it opens. Yep. So as she shows up, and uh, she has entrusted you for the amount of respect she has for her own business with a key to do your stuff for this last couple of days. Matter of respect. And uh, she shows up 
early in the morning. It's 10 a.m., barely awake. I've made her breakfast with Trenching the new towards menu. The door. And she opens it. And just sort of looks around at the it. And uh, well, this time you show up with a tray with some fried, assorted breakfast on it. And, she looks and some warmed up and some warm cider. Breakfast? Oh, still more hungover than I thought I was. Nope, we're just that good. What did you do? What the shell and nonsense is this? Magic. And so she uh, walks up to her her newly cleaned bar and just touches it. You don't feel like magic. Yeah, the wood's just been cleaned and polished. I took the liberty of putting a little bit of a lacquer on it so that it doesn't get as dirty. Did you put a kitchen in our back room? Mm Mm-hmm. And I came up with some recipes that are signature to uh, your establishment so that they won't be able to get them anywhere else. They're super simple and not expensive to make. And she turns and just looks at you. Who sent you here? What? (laughs) What is this? Look at me. Wait, has sent me to you. What is this? Uh... Now, it is the last step of our transformation. You are about to become the best you you have ever been. Carindel put you up to this. Is this... Nope. Is this a joke? I'm a druid envoy. I am doing this for the good of the town. I thought druids lived in the woods, rolling around on their own. You know? Yeah, not really. That's more of a breach hill thing. Just, just like dazed almost looking around her tavern. Would you like to taste the food in the cider? What's a cider? It's a drink that tastes really good. It has alcohol in it, but it's also and really she tasty. She picks up, she takes a sip of it. Kelly picks a face. What's this? Tastes like apple juice with extra steps. It has alcohol in it, and people like it. Hmm. Take a sip of it. Alright. So, do you think just cleaning this place up and putting apples in the ale is going to be enough to get more people in here? And, you, and at this point, as it's opening, a couple of the you know early regulars have come in and basically just like stopped in the doorway. Looked down, like entered really slowly. Some of them have turned and walked away. Some of them have had some hushed conversations in the door frame. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) Before coming in and sort of settling. Would would you like some breakfast? They all look equally confused. And uh, so you spend your day acclimating Zuri and some of her clientele to this new look here and uh, ushering various gamblers and 
into the Dealers gambling and space. Dealers and whatnot separate place over closer to the kitchens away from the main It's entryway. actually warmer over there. It's near the hearth and near the kitchen, so yeah, it probably is. And it is still midwinter. This is pretty cold outside. They're going to appreciate that, to be sure. So, I don't even know what to have you roll for this early. Diplomacy? What is it you want to do here? Um, so... This is, this is Zuri's token. I don't have another Zuri token. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um... Just give her a mustache. Nope. Um, so I have made um, a really simple uh, shampoo that has some lemon juice, um, some Where other... did you get lemon juice? From the, the from, general store. From the general store. I mean, they may have a, a little, I suppose, but there's not much as citrus that really comes to Rachel. There's I, no trade. I also so. have some because that's what I used to clean my hair because back in the day, that's what they used to clean their hair. Do you think anyone at Rachel knows what shampoo is? Nope, <laughs> but we're going to teach them. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Uh, you know, make sure she has a nice bath. <laughs> Where? Are you taking it to your house? Yeah. <laughs> Leaving the restaurant? No, this is like I mean, later. But... She's got Dolphin. She has other people there that run it. It's not just her. She's got three people in the morning and then four. It'll five only in the evening. take me a couple hours, and I'm going to do it in the early morning when it's slow, but this needs to happen. At least Dolphin in charge of this. You have this massive hulking dude with the slightly different cut-off shirt that seems to be all he owns with this massive, like, white mustache and beard we'll, sitting behind the counter. We'll fix that in a minute. <laughs> and you take Zuri. You take her to your house. Yep. To bathe her. Yep. Okay. Do her makeup, because we're going to make her look really nice. <laughs> we're going to put her in one of my dresses. Okay. And I'm going to give her kind of diplomacy and hospitality 101. How you greet a customer. <laughs> what do you want? No. Uh, hi. Uh, welcome to the pig's ear. What can I get for they you? I know they're in the pig's ear. That's why they came in the door. Yes, but this is called branding and advertising. You want them to talk about this around town and say how nice it was there so that other people will come and want to be here. Because that equals money. Well, they just come in because they want a drink. That's what the taverns are for. No, no, no. You have to realign your thinking here. It's not about just the drink. It's about what people think they're getting. You're... A drink. I'm confused. I know. Start over. Okay. <laughs> so you... Yeah, diplomacy sounds good. <laughs> Maybe a diplomacy check. To try and get it through for this, the, the world's simplest... Woman who inherited her tavern here. Uh, that's gonna be a 20. Okay, and with the 20, it would certainly be enough to, to put some of this through to her. She's, I mean, it's not that she's, she's not trying necessarily, but she has so many questions like, why would I break up the fights? That's what they wanna do, and uh, <laughs> what's wrong with all the flyleaf? That have difficult answers that take some time to get explained because she just, just not even on that wavelength. Like it's okay, we're gonna get her there. Her parents and it, they ran much the same way. It's the place where you come, you drink liquid that makes you drunk, and you do whatever, and nobody asks any questions. This isn't Wizard's Grace or Cadence Keg, and that's why people that come here come here. But that's a really small group of people in Breach Hill, and that runs off anyone else who wants to show in. So, and that's why we've created this separate space where they can go and still do their thing. Just fight to the death over there. <laughs> <laughs> I 
How's so, your fire day? This is genius. So my fire day is, um, so I'm going to just design a robust, simple card tournament that he, like this would be not something like fancy, like out of an Avalon gaming house or anything like that, because they've got, it, it's way too complicated. We have to keep things super simple. We're gonna have a big old chalkboard that we can write who's winning and who's who's winning things. So we're gonna doing have like you doing like an elimination tournament. You're tracking this by total winnings over the day. Like what's your? So Nick has not very little idea about how actual poker tournaments work. Which I are? think you get. I think you wash out over the course of the days. You run out of money. You do more I, than I, did. I do. Okay. Oh, yeah. If you'd like. Tell you a little bit about this. Um. So. World Series of Poker stuff, basically. Well. Um. If you want to like make it kind of medieval, um, they probably um, play something closer to uh, uh, whist or something like that. They do not play whist here. Not whist, but <laughs> they would uh, maybe uh, something like pinochle, something where it's essentially a game of chance and bluffing, and bluffing is cool because it introduces that. That sounds like poker. It is sort of like poker, but it isn't. <laughs> It's just fantasy poker. Roll with it. <laughs> um, so essentially, real poker is too modern. <laughs> so everyone starts off um, with the same amount. Um, there's something called. Uh, an I want to assume you understand the details of what you're putting together I do. here. All right. So, so, so basically, give me your lore. Card sharking or whatever <laughs> it is that you have. Lore card tournaments. Hey, that's gonna be uh, plus generic plus seven for any lore I happen to have. Uh, Twenty-two. Buford. What are you doing? Uh, so I was going to head down to, um, I know some pretty big guys. Kai's a lot like the guy that's uh, currently running the uh, tavern. Yeah, like Ulfren? Um, yeah, yeah, like Ulfren. Um, uh, probably that I either met out at the, the lumberyard or that are just farmers that are big, like good guys that are just kind of laid back. And maybe ask them if they if they wanted a free meal uh, on the evening of the tournament and some and some entertainment if they'd come over and uh, just kind of stand around and keep everybody in line. Make Be sure large and bouncers. Be large. <laughs> bouncers. It's a good idea. So you got and some just, bouncers. So Chad has a very important question. Do we? Does anyone remember what the end goal is here? <laughs> <Out of> curiosity. <laughs> or have we been wrapped up and no. hit my tavern? The, the well, end. I think we've got ten percent in this uh, tavern, and that's the end goal here. <laughs> <laughs> the end goal is to get this done as quickly, and so we can get the, our information yeah. from her. No, we're, no, no. Ten percent. Ten percent of the takings as well. We will also own a small part of the company after this is done, but that's a side issue. Yeah, ten, yeah. You're yep. gonna have the majority stockholder, <laughs> the breach of pigs here. Yep. A small yep. loan of a hundred gold. Woo! <laughs> Alrighty. Best limited partners. Ever. So you. That sounds like it's also pretty diplomacy. To I was me. thinking, like, you know, a good like. I'm looking for people that are. That are strong people that I would know from farming, and maybe I'd go out and make sure they were strong enough by an athletics check. <laughs> <laughs> so we're what you're gonna do? If I beat you at wrestling, you gotta come help out to the pig's ear for me. <laughs> That's the one. If they're not strong enough, you ain't gonna come. <laughs> Give does, me diplomacy. Does Bryn <laughs> Bryn failed her diplomacy check? Well, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, sixteen. Okay, yeah, that's still fine. Um, we have, uh, we uh, haven't failed a skill check yet, have we? Don't, don't you dare. Don't even. Shut too up. late. I already yeah. did. It's too We're late. doing downtime things. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> 
We start a decision on the heels of a necromancer who was doing something underneath Citadel Altarian and it escaped Calmont after summons with Elsetta's ring and we spent the whole day pimping dirty starflowers running down tavern. Yeah, we needed have to. I, it's I, did you actually tell me Calmont has escaped? I don't no, think I've heard of it. He is no. the only one who knows that. No. Yeah, no, no, you never told no. us. He has shared. Okay. Oh, so. okay. I'm slightly okay. more concerned. Yeah, I would be concerned. But we need to find out what she knows before we can find out what's going on. And in order to do that, we have to finish this. It's a small investment of a couple of days. We help out a business. So what are we... you holding this tournament? Like this weekend? Yeah. Perhaps? yeah. So like... Yeah. Yeah, we're ready for it. Okay, yeah. so everything's set up. Everything's in place. Yeah, probably as... uh, Star Day. That's... Yeah, as the weekend rolls around to Star Day. We still have to go talk to those people, though. I've been telling everybody, hey, look, <laughs> to what be there tomorrow. Burton. No, we went around that. We just made oh, okay. We just and made checks. circumvented that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, as the weekend rolls around, a star day comes. Zuri looks all dolled up in a dress, very uncomfortable, <laughs> behind the bar. Uh, her makeup would make it about an hour or two before being smeared from her just rubbing her eyes <laughs> and her face and just kind of pushing yeah, it all over the her place. Counts. Also, her refusal to not drink while she's tending bar uh, <laughs> does not help with that. But... You've done a lot of work here. And as you all gather whatever it is you need for that evening's event, and you come around to the pigs here that Saturday afternoon, uh, Tyrannus is seated Oh my at god, the he's bar. still here. Tyrannus <laughs> did not leave Rachel. No, Tyrannus is still here. Uh, <laughs> just seated up at the bar. And it's the first time you've ever seen him without his armor on. And he just has a, a fairly simple tunic. Uh, but one that would be much, honestly, too light, given the temperature outside, just because it's what he's brought in from Varicia, where it's much more temperate down mm. there. It's a little warmer. Oh, he looks so dreamy when he sits like that. <laughs> and uh, he turns and sees the group of you enter and just raises a mug towards you. And he has a group of you are to thank for, well, obviously, whatever you did here. Magic. Elbow grease. I'm more inclined to believe magic, given this. I, I was with you when we came into this, this place. This, it's been one week. <laughs> what can okay, I say? Okay, mostly magic then. Look, when you have a talent, you need to use it. You might say that we've made a silken purse out of a sow's ear. Oh, wow. That was amazing. I'm so proud of you. He takes a drink. <sighs> In any case, whatever your methods, as long as this Zeri tells us what she knows, <clears throat> I have a bit of a vested interest in the necromancer messing with the wards instead of the Lotarian. I can understand I. why. I've little time left on leave before I must arrange my way back, and truth be told, perhaps I should have left already. But I want to see this through. I'm sure the traditional punctuality of the Hell Knights uh, will serve you well and get you back on time. And beyond that, I heard there was a card tournament. Indeed. Do you play, Sir Knight? Much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tyrannus absolutely signs up for this tournament you're putting on here. As far as I'm aware, I can also sign up. 
I mean, I don't think Sarenrae has anything against gambling. Yeah, like, you yeah, definitely lose your powers for cheating, but like, yeah. I don't think she has anything against gambling. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just a game. It's not like it's he's not. It's not like it's not good or even not lawful. It's not illegal or anything. So yeah, absolutely. If you want to join in, you totally can. Um, and Resme will mostly be watching to making making sure that everything is going smooth with the people we hired in temporarily to bring around the drinks and the food. And um, she'll also be watching uh, for cheating. Yeah, Keep that's, it a that's vigilant part of the reason that I'm participating. Everyone's yeah. got to be around to make sure no one's trying to cheat here. Yeah. Given My skill of the day will actually be thievery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can, can keep aware weather eye out. Well, I'm not playing. I'm running the game. I'm running the tournament. And uh, Resme, with her delightful upbringing, does have four older brothers, so you can best believe that she knows how to cheat at cards. <laughs> so as the evening of this event comes, and a fairly impressive amount of people gather together in the pig's ear here, you've done a good job of marketing it, and you've done a fantastic job of making it over. Uh, just out of, you know, raw curiosity's sake, who wants to participate in the card tournament? I'm going to be the inside man that makes sure nobody cheats. Okay. So this is what we're going to do. I am going to roll 2d20 to just get a general average of how many people there are aware everyone's skill level is at as far as just the usual clientele. They're really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're super duper bad at this. Well, normally it's dark and smoky, and, and like I mean most everyone's of, drinking. And drinking and cheating, probably. Yeah. And with all of this in here, uh, it's also drawn. In, you have drawn in a whole lot of new people who are joining this for the sport of it. Who don't necessarily have any like actual real skill at cards here. So everyone who wants to participate. Go ahead and just roll me a flat check. And if you beat the average skill of the round here, then you stay. Uh, you can stay and you can continue doing well. Otherwise, maybe worth possibly dropping out. So, Tyrannus. Tyrannus is not all talk. And he sets up pretty strong, largely just sweeping the pockets of everyone unfortunate enough to be sat at the table with him. <laughs> so, I got an eight. You got an eight. Mm -hmm. Does that beat it? Now, it's been your cleric, so I mean, yeah, you have no idea how to play cards. Well, but that, you have halfling luck, too. Yeah, turns and out. It turns out that's, just, that's equally valuable here. So at the moment, no, I mean, you're, the eight is, that's what I mean, the eight is oh, fine. Like, okay. you're, you're actually still all right. And they're really bad. And they're not not—they're not good. Yeah, you've got a bunch of people just laughing, enjoying the drinks and the meals and having a good the time. The cards just kind of work for them. Mind blown at the state of the pig's ear of all places. <laughs> Pair of fours, I win? Yeah. <laughs> so what does this mean again? Yeah. What? We'll <laughs> <laughs> sit somewhere else. <laughs> I, I, I'm just looking around watching people. I'm not actually You literally playing. show your hand to the person next to you, and you're like, what is these? Yeah, it's just like, I fold. are you participating? No, Dollar oh, is running the game. I thought you both were. So, but, no. Oh, you're still just watching. Yeah. So one of the two of you make me, what about you, buddy? I'm, just bouncing. I'm, I'm... You two make me perception checks. I am bouncing over here. Oh my gosh. Ah, uh, session reroll. That's make not a session, that's a hero point. This, you keep that. I, I do, yeah, guys, otherwise I'm really, really bad. I, but I got it. At least there's two of us, there maybe. Are two of you. All right. I got a 23, it's fine. I'm, 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 I'm looking at the board. Stora has no idea what he's looking Natural for. one, yeah. He, uh, 
Also, now that he has switched his, his lore over, he's spending most of the time just kind of watching some of this. He all gets lost in his own thoughts. Like, how did that? I saw I've played this game. <laughs> I know this. He, this he looks at his notes. <laughs> what was I thinking when I wrote Resume. this? Story? 23. Uh, 23. Uh, at the moment, either it's not high stakes enough that you're not catching it. There's a lot of an area to look over, but you don't see anything terribly out of the ordinary. So, continuing on, we'll have the round average plus four. All right. And as Tyrannus continues to play, well, he's only so good. Possibly a string of bad luck. He would definitely tell you a string of bad luck. Doesn't go fantastic for him. Uh, out kind of embarrassingly early, given the general skill level in the room. 19. 19. Ver with no idea what he's doing. <laughs> Still just accidenting his way through winning at cards. And uh, give me another round of perception check. <laughs> hey, 19. 14. 19 and 14. Uh, you... Do notice, Dalren, now, as you get your head back in here, that a couple of the regulars that have been around before, some of the, the normal staff, mm -hmm. definitely seem to be a little bit off. And uh, as you focus in on one of them, you see at least one card come out of a sleeve. Okay. Uh, so, uh, at Tyrannus' table. At Tyrannus' table? It's all very nice. Uh, so, Saved. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to walk, just kind of looking around, just walk up right up behind that guy, then just spin, grab him by the collar, yank him off balance, and rip the cards out of his sleeve, <laughs> and then just haul him make, through. Make me an athletics check. I will make that athletics check. That is a 21. Oh, okay, absolutely, that's what happens. Yeah, that's absolutely what happens. Flip the you cards him, out. And just aces go flying out of his dude's sleeve as you pull him back here and tip him near out of his chair. And then I just drag him out of the, I just drag him out of the, out of the, out of the tavern and throw him in the street. Having been so shamed, he does not protest. Uh, He's only upset because all of this is his tavern. All these other randos are in here. Now there's finally money in the pot. Um, I'll divvy up the coins throughout the table since this is the table he was cheating at. Save Tyrannus. <laughs> Do it. No one is that lucky. Not that many times consistently. Hey, Tyrannus, what do these cards mean? <laughs> Across the room. With my 19. So, finally... It comes down to uh, only a couple people who are realistically in the running here. Rur, Tyra, <laughs> somehow. Through <laughs> sheer blind halfling luck. Tyrannus, still managing to hold his own. And a couple of other visitors who have brought it up quite high. So, Tyrannus, here, I'm going to give this to you guys. Oh boy. Yes. I'm gonna give this to the class. Do it, T. A 14. He's really he's decent, but this is this has gotten to like the high stakes table here. The, the big boys are here. Of the, so apparently the town does in fact possess some big boys, and he's not quite up to it. Rur. You mean a couple 20? of small ones too. Where halfling luck finally triggers <laughs> on that four. To a three. Woo! What <laughs> carries you so far? There is, in fact, so, a limit, though. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Session reroll. Where's it in the winnet? Who wants that it. pot? You see this, see this dice right here? This is how gambling starts. This is actually gambling. To an 11. It went up. 
Not good enough. The 11, definitely not going to do it. Still, at a certain point, you need to have some understanding of the game you're actually playing. And at the end of this, with all the extra people that have been brought in here, someone's walking home at the end of the day with a 24 gold prize pot Oof. at the top. Uh, but uh, Roar... Second and third yeah, would Roar, get something, you, too. You did decently. You are going to end up with half of that. You're going to get 12 gold as his turn. As yeah. party. So... As this tournament comes to its end, as the winners are declared, and as these final hands are dealt out to the uh, cheers of the nearby patrons, I've gotten very into this. Zuri, her makeup now almost wholly gone from her face, and her hair largely reverting back to its uh, natural state here. <sighs> Why do I try? impressive, impressive alacrity. Well... Not often I find myself so in the wrong, but I believe I owe you an apology, Miss Resume. I don't necessarily know this is gonna stick, mind you. But you done well by me. Thanks. All gods above can see you've brought dozens of new faces to the tavern. Thank you. You're welcome. The important part's gonna be maintaining this. If you let it fall off, it's going to go away. I'd say clean it at least once a month, even if you have to put some coin to it. Do clean the thing. What I'm saying is, is if you keep some of these girls on as cleaning and uh, maids at night, you'll make enough coin, more than enough coin, to make up for what it will be to pay them. And they'll make tips, which they'll appreciate. And she's she's looking down at, uh, at what she made. 12 gold is from running the thing. I still don't understand how I've come across a coin for other people gambling. But I like this concept. Because when other people gamble, they're having a good time. They drink, they eat, they spend money. And you take a cut of the pot. No matter what. That's how every gambling house in the world works. And a cut of the pots coming out of Kados for Buddy from ZJSA12 for keeping the rapscallions in check. Nice. <laughs> it was a very hard, you know, hard test. A lot of effort had to Lots go into of that effort. one. It was, it was bounce, terribly difficult. Bounce. I nearly rolled an athletics calm. check sometime. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she's just shrugs. Well, the fun part about it is no matter who wins or loses, you, you take win. a cut from every person who plays the game. I don't right know this is kind of tavern I want to be running long term. It seems like a lot of effort. But it's a lot of coin. <laughs> and if you ever get tired of it, you could probably sell it for a pretty penny. Unless, of course... Sell the tavern. If you got tired of it, or of course you could just let it degrade it back to its old state. Far off of it, I suppose. But... Well, with this level of profit, wouldn't you be able to cut someone in to run the games and manage all the difficult stuff? Now, like could. a light comes over her face. You know, like a like a Spend manager. Spend money to make money. <laughs> now you're getting it. And do less work, make more money. This is a. Uh... As long as the stability can keep increasing. Well, it's impressive. I know you lot got your fancy elf magic and whatnot, but. In the place so clean, not even when I was a wee lass. It's unbelievable, truth be told. I wasn't seeing it with my own eyes, 
So this isn't going to wear off. This magic isn't going to fade. It's not just going to turn you... back into a pumpkin at the end of the night like no. that story. <laughs> as but... long as you keep the people here cleaning it at the end of the night like I've shown them. Yes, things do get dirty over time. That's not the magic's but fault. I, but I've shown them how to clean and what to clean. And as long as you pay them the little bit that they want to come and do this, they will do it for you and you don't have to worry about it. Also, I left a little recipe with your right-hand man. Next time you have rats, have him put some of that mixture out in the storage. And, uh, Dolphrin, I'm back behind the counter, puts up a hand. Yeah, he left me, uh, this one. Don't eat it. No. That's the side. No, 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 this is the poison. No, stop brewing that! (laughs) 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 Oh my god. Making mental note, never eat here still. (laughs) And the Tyrannus just sort of shrugs. As the woman says, this is impressive. The group of you seem to have the most peculiar set of skills I believe I've ever encountered. So strangely broad and lacking any semblance of cohesion, (laughs) yet somehow working together efficiently. That's what our group, that's why our group can't find a name. Odd yet strangely cohesive. <laughs> it has a bit of a ring to it. A bit long-winded, though. Yeah. Well, the OYSC. Odd yet strangely cohesive. The Terranites? No. no. I like odd but strangely cohesive better. Okay. <laughs> I did not mean this as a suggestion for a team name, so to speak, but... Yeah, and he takes the uh, the 12 gold that he'd won uh, from his share of the pot and puts it in Dalrin's hand. Takes this as the very least. That's about half the value of the halberd I took from the crypts. Oh, well. That's kind. You earned it, Sir Knight. If I've seen anything of your work, you did not need me down there. Now that I contribute to that whatsoever. I earned nothing. No, keep it. We'll do and good. He holds up a, a hands. Now, rarely without a gauntlet on, but he still has that signal ring mm-hmm. on his on his right hand. He gave me this, and I traveled far for this, and left to my own devices. Knowing what I now know, there's no chance whatsoever I would have been able to retrieve it on my own. He owes a lot of you things, truly, and I don't believe I have been proper in expressing it. This. I would say is somewhat out of my depth. We're sorry we set so much stuff on fire. No. You ain't sorry about that, I can tell. <laughs> Alright, maybe not. But I'm sorry I had unfair expectations of farm folk. He says directly yeah, to Yeah, I know. Buddy. We're pretty impressive, impre- impressive, aren't we? But I suppose I cannot nitpick your way of doing things when it is clearly so effective. Well... Uh, we, uh, may have gotten off on a rough start, but I'd say we came together in the end. Oh, and, uh, speaking of which, I'd almost forgotten. Um, Miss Zuri. And, uh, uh, still there. About, uh, that person who has access to your tunnels. Oh, right, of course. Uh, I ain't seen him around in a a few days. Uh, not since before last time I saw you, but then again, you kind of been doing your business here, so. Yeah, sure. Who would have seen him before I did? Um, snaps, like just trying to think. Oh, come on, I know this one. Uh, oh, right, that, uh, weird 
The bookkeeper, uh, Miss Vaz? Are you sure it's not Calmont? Miss uh, Vaz, the half-elf lady, she's the one? Yeah, that's her. Weird, tall, kind of broody. Uh, she... I mean, what well, would... Badly, it been a pretty precious amount of gold to let her use that tunnel back and forth and not say nothing about it, but you brought her way more coin than she's given me. Let it never be said my allegiance is to much else but my tavern. Well, we in my purse. We have to go to that bookshop. Yes, I think we had better. Huh. Why, thank you very much, Miss Zuri. Uh, and I actually had heard that uh, Miss Vaz had left town anyway, so it seemed like her payments wouldn't have been forthcoming. I oh, certainly haven't heard from her in a few days. Mm-hmm. She's, uh... There's some weird stuff, as far as I can tell. I, I can't tell you what she's using the tunnel for, but I know she's definitely used that storeroom more than a couple times for some of her magic. You know, weird kind of magic with the bones and skulls and whatnot. She's a necromancer? I don't know what that is, Lance. Oh, it's uh, something along those lines. Yes, she was always had been a bit of a, a strange turn of phrase, but she ran a good bookshop, and uh, I was always pleased to work with her. It'll be, it, mm. I'll, I'll miss her terribly. Did she happen to say where she was going? Uh, she uh, did, but uh, she was, well, I shouldn't say if I should uh, necessarily think that she'll get there. She might catch some other ideas and move along the way. But she said she was heading off to see the dwarves. Well... I think beyond that, at the absolute least, I owe a lot of you drinks on the house. Damn, anytime you want to swing by the pigs here. I'll admit, I was skeptical. I really didn't know what a bunch of you woody elven folk were going to do for my tavern, but They're here we are, the most successful I had seen in my lifetime. Well, um, we'll drop by and uh, check up on you, and if you have any questions, you know where we are. I don't, really. Uh, you were at my house. Well, I know where you are. You all live there. It ain't that big. No, but they live in town, too. And if you know where I am... Well, you don't need to know where all of us are. If you know where I am, it's, it's Look, enough. Look, you know where I'm at. You can come by here if you need me. And <laughs> honestly, if you need to use that tunnel, you're more than welcome. Uh, that would be you. very helpful, actually. It, yeah, it really saves a lot of that. walking and weather. <sighs> all right, now where it goes. Where, uh... What? Is this some kind of weird magic thing? The tunnel? Yeah, that, no, that, not really. It's, it's just a hole. Just a normal tunnel, actually. Was made weirdly, but it, it's not magical. No, I must have been never been inclined to explore where exactly that left. And I wouldn't. Don't. It's very dangerous. Fair enough. In fact, um, you may want to consider padlocking it. No, we may have to come in from the other side. A key lock, perhaps. Uh We'll think about it. We'll work it out. It seems to be working well pretty... It seems to be working well so far, I suppose. Well enough, as far as I can tell, never had a problem with it, and it made me some extra coin. So, you know, zero complaints here, really. Perfect. I'm exhausted, and I need a bath. Well done. Tyrannus, will you be leaving in the morning? Well, we don't have to go back over... Are we going back to the crypts? Of course. Well, need to. Yes, of course. Well, I mean, Tyrannus, I mean, it'd be interesting to follow this thing up. Don't you want to see the rest of the answers? A day or two of your time. That I do, yes. If this was, whoever this woman is, if she is behind this, you seem to know her. Well, yes, uh, she was a regular in town, and, uh, well, most of us actually had dealings with her. She seemed quite reasonable, but uh, I thought she... she was my friend. Well, perhaps she was. I don't well, know what her reasonings are. Her stores, then. See what she has to say. 
Well, she's left town. But uh, we definitely need to go. But we definitely store. need to check her store, store out and the see store what she left. The store itself may hold some secrets. Of course, yes. Well, I'll need to swing by and grab my help. I don't know, well, what it is she's up to, but I have zero trust in it. Should we involve the council at this point, or should we no. further our investigation? First? Further our investigation. They've given us permission to pursue this particular thing, haven't they? Kind of. Look, it's much better to ask forgiveness than I'm permission. Well, that's as long as we're not breaking anything. We're not doing anything wrong. We're trying to help them. Fine by me. If uh, the uh, if Master Inquisitor is uh, agrees. And if what happens is anything to believe, then. It's not like a knight into jail does anything anyway. You yeah. can simply walk out. Yeah. No, if you think point. I won't be writing a letter to the to the the clergy about a necromancer on the loose and where she could potentially be, yeah, of course I want to investigate. I'm her starting house. to believe there may be more to come on to escape. Did you hear the details? I didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't can't verify the truthfulness of them, but they have a small jail with a single guard. The guard was found sucked totally dry. The guard near, was killed? Near bloodless. What? Like, the life had been forced out from him. His, his face contorted and even the very color ripped from it. Can I get an arcana check? Well, this, I, I'm surprised this news isn't all over the town. Well, it is in various forms. Rumors spread. I don't know the veracity of this, but. As far as I can tell, that's the closest to true from what I've uncovered. Admittedly, I have not looked particularly far, as I had no real interest in the situation, but... Well, that doesn't sound like a, a simple jailbreak and escape, and from but what sounds... you have told me of no. this Kalmont, it certainly does not sound as if it's something he did himself either. I shouldn't think no, so. No, he doesn't have those type I of abilities. I can't help wonder if Vaz was closing a loose end. Mm, he might have a point. Hmm. Can I roll a potential... Recall knowledge based on that stuff. I think he really has enough information because A is he's got scrambled rumors, and B, I mean, that's not. It could be of any one of millions of spells or creatures that could cause something like that. I guess without physical evidence. It'd be yeah, without seeing it. We should perhaps. Well, if we're all. I'm wondering how long we should leave the store uninvestigated. I mean, I suppose we should go. I can get us in. As the crypt has been waiting for days, as has the store, but I feel the crypt is going now. Store we might we be can best do investigating the store first. Yes. Uh, just in case there's any unpleasant surprises, Calmont was able to summon that imp to help him burn the inn down. Uh, let me go and retrieve my war gear. Okay. As I might. Uh, luckily, um, I've uh, learned some new magics that might help me counter some of his. Very good. Buddy? The wife won't mind if you're a bit later. Oh, are we going tonight? I thought we were going to go. Uh, we can go tonight. I don't, I don't mind. Best dude under cover of darkness. Get it over with. VR. Oh, we're like sneaking in. Breaking and entering after all. Wow, wow, wow. Are we breaking and entering? Actually, this seems a bit she, much gave, she gave me sort of tacit permission to go in there and read through and get what I wanted. You know, that's a good point. She did. You were off getting the donkey at the time. Uh. But uh, she did say... Go if there, there was anything that we, we needed. needed. He also, she also offered us Kalmont's letters, which she said she burned, but she did say, if ashes would be of use to you, I think it would be of use for us to see those ashes. Regardless, if she is the necromancer behind this, whatever she has done instead of the Altarian, I, I wish to at least know the ends of. Admittedly, as far as I can tell, she has done no provable wrong, but if she was responsible for this jailbreak, then she has a murderer. 
Indeed. If not, there is even more at work here. But either way, I have permission to go in. We also can confirm that she was the one performing necromancy. Well, necromancy is not illegal in and of itself. No, but she did cause a bunch of undead to rise. Yes, but that was our safeguard. If anything, that would be our fault. That's worth asking her about at the very least. Well, we also aren't completely sure it was her. I mean, it's all kind of hearsay at the moment. Well, honestly, I defer to your judgment. Uh, you know the town, and apparently the woman far more than I. I guess go get your stuff. Yes, indeed. Uh, I will uh, meet you there. Okay. Yeah, I'll go get my stuff. I just I just don't want to jump to conclusions here. He, she seemed like a real nice lady. I indeed adore her, but... Look, perhaps... I don't know. If we all reconvene outside of a small bookshop bearing arms and armor in the middle of the night... This seems suspicious, no? Yeah. I kind of agree there. But then. we don't know what to expect. What do you think of this woman? Do you... If she has left town... She seemed nice enough to me. I think she could have easily doubled back. Well, and she, she had a donkey, knew, you know. And we've been shouting the fact that we were going to have this tournament for days. If you were going to pick a time to do something while well, almost everyone is at a tournament, would be a fabulous time. Uh, that doesn't mean the gates would be unguarded. Uh, it's possible she has, in fact, left. She could have doubled back. It's possible. But regardless, Calmont is an arsonist, an attempted murderer. If we're chasing him, we should have our weapons. Well, moreover... I don't think we can entirely assume that he came up with this plan on his own. If Voss was intricately involved in this, she was trying to get into the underside of Citadel Altarian as well. The necromantic wards stopped her, but that doesn't necessarily mean that she didn't try another plan. So I think we have to, at least to be safe, assume that she may be there or she may have set up a surprise for us. Regardless of who it is we are pursuing, it seems mm-hmm. treading cautiously is more safe, as Resme so wisely said. To ask forgiveness, and we cannot do that if we are dead. Indeed. Very well. I'll meet you there with arms and armor. I'll need some time. Uh, using Dalren's knowledge of his thievery that he has remembered, uh, I'm, uh, is can he improvise some thieves' tools just in case he needs them? I have some. You would. You can't. You would need them. I, you, uh, okay. Yeah, you're basically just hard disallowed in second edition from picking a lock without these tools. Okay. I, um, I have some. Dalmer doesn't know that, but you could surprise him with them. No, you know yeah, I have them. You the saw me. So you, yeah. yeah, you saw her pull them out the lockers in uh, Altarian. Oh, yeah. She that's picked true. up and was like, hey, you know, you know this thief's Yeah, yeah you, you, You've picked a couple of those lockers. You, you've got the silvered weapons before. So as the group of you spread to retrieve your arms and armor and regroup at the Reliant Book Company, or the not-so-reliant book company, as it were. Well, it seems that perhaps Voss may have been skipping town for a very different reason Mm. than what she may have presented you with. That, I think, is a good note to end our session on here. And after a fantastic (laughs) Pimp My Tavern episode we've had going on here... Got so much done. It was, uh, I mean, America, it was great. Yeah, America's we don't top need tavern. incredible forward progress. This is a long time. If anyone was curious, by the way, about like the time scale of how we're going to run this or campaigns, we are not going for lightning speed here. We are not trying to blow through the Age of Ashes in a world speedrun record. <laughs> no, this is going to be a campaign that we are probably going to have running for the foreseeable future. Our last campaign, those of you who went around for the War for the Crown or any of that, went for a year and a half. And we skipped an entire book of that. 
to get into second edition because it had released and to move forward into this and our new cool table setup here and everything. So this is gonna, this is definitely going to be a long-term play. We're not looking to run through this content as fast as possible. We're not trying to keep up with the pace of releases uh, that Paizo was putting out. We're just picking a good adventure path and a good party to really dig into Pathfinder 2nd Edition. And so far, I think it's great. I am completely okay with a full episode of Tavern Finder and various exploits here because we have still, I mean, even so, moved the plot forward. We have found uh, a good hook for next week as we investigate the book company and find out what exactly Vaz is up to here. Because we have a bunch of strange threads with Kalmont's breakout and whatever Vaz is doing. Because we don't know what Vaz is doing. All we knew of that ritual that you had identified is that it was to speak with the dead. She wasn't trying to resurrect anybody. She was just trying to talk to them. For what reason? Nobody knows. I got, I got suspicions. Well, but we I'm, have a dead jail guard. That's a little concerning. Well, there has been an arson and a murder so far. So somewhere there are some high-grade criminals. Does this, does this mean that Elliot Grabler can come take over the prison? Oh, my God. So attach this. So attach this. No. Not what that means. So, <laughs> good episode. Shout out to the Flatbird. The Flatbird has done a fantastic job of filling that seat there. And as an <laughs> added bonus, I believe, I've said this before and I've been wrong later, that we have 100% fixed the camera freezing issue. So it's I, it's yeah. behaved it's itself great. very it's well.